0: traveling
1: the vortex
2: we've joined the doctor as he travels the vortex and landed episode number 242 where we're having some sort of multi-doctor events whether we like it or not i'm
3: keith i'm sean i'm glenn how are you guys apparently it's been a better week all the way around for you. For you. <laughs> no, no, we've had better weeks all the way. Oh, we've yeah. Had, we've yes. had, we've had, had better weeks. All past now. tense. We have had.
2: Looking on the bright side, you guys got to see my house. Yeah, finally. We were recording at my place. Not yet. Well, Glenn got to see part of the house. Sean still hasn't seen all of it either. There's still a little room he hasn't seen. And the attic.
3: It's mostly nice. Thank you. It's <laughs> mostly nice. <laughs>
2: Mostly mean. what have seen. seen. I've, I've
3: seen most of it. Mostly. Mostly it. nice. <laughs> Mostly.
2: Yes, we are recording at, our, at my house this week.
3: And a little later than normal. And a little later yeah. than
2: normal, which we will get to. There's reasons for that. Multiple reasons, unfortunately. Sean,
3: how was your week?
2: You, I think you probably had the best I, one out of all I those. I made
3: out far better than, uh, than I think the rest of you guys <laughs> did. Um, it was fairly uneventful, for which I was kind of grateful. Um, didn't quite go as planned, but you know. We uh, we caught up on a couple of. Uh, we're still working our way through some older films. We watched Bad Boys, uh, in preparation for trying to watch the second one because I've never seen the second one. I thought, well, I need to go back and rewatch the first one. And I like Bad Boys. And then I watched. Are it. You, are you counting that as an old film? Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah, clarification. Made the nineties. So. Well,
3: anything older than like this year, you know, is okay. Um. Yeah, that one did not hold up well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. I, I, if you'd asked me before this last watch, I said, oh, it's good. It's one of Michael Bay's better films, and, yeah, you should totally watch it. Now I don't know if I can say that. <laughs> it's very dated, and it doesn't hold up. It's just kind of eh. mm-hmm. Even Mel was like, why do we own this one? <laughs> and it's hers. And it's not mine. <laughs> so there was that. Um, and then um, in preparation for um, Lance Heinrichsen, who's going to be at um, a con coming up, I started compiling a little photo montage to, you know, I want this photo and this picture and this picture and this picture on the wall. And um, realized Mel's never seen The Quick and the Dead, and she's never seen um, No Escape, which are two of my personal favorite Lance Henriksen films, even though they're these got little bit parts in them, basically. So uh, I went down and fired up the Laserdisc player, and we were going to watch No Escape. <laughs> <laughs> And there's something wrong with my LaserDisc player. It, it put the disc in, and it, it booted up fine. The drawer opened, it closed, hit play, and it went, uh, and then the play button went away, and it didn't, <laughs> it didn't play. Aww. And so I took it to Seth at work and said, "Have you ever opened one of these before?" And he had this big grin on his face because Seth's my resident <laughs> tech geek um, <laughs> when it comes to like, you know, physically. You so he's he's good with game systems and stuff like that. So have you ever taken apart a LaserDisc player? And he got that far away dreamy look and a big smile on his face and said, no, but I've always wanted to. (laughs) Okay, buddy, here's your chance. So the weird thing is it played Star Wars, huh? which is a CAV disc versus no escape, which is CLV. It has to do with recording speeds. And I really hope that doesn't mean what I think it means, which is that the laser has a different power reading for the recording speed of the disc. And it might mean the laser's going out. Uh, And I hope that's not the case. But Mel Mel was so funny because you know we're sitting on the couch and she was me. She goes, "Don't you own this on DVD?" I <laughs> said, "No, I own it on LaserDisc. Why would I need it on DVD?" <laughs> so now I'm kind of. Oh, you got to go on it on DVD. Now no, I've been hunting it up on DVD and it's not available anymore, so it's, out it's of not even on Blu-ray. <laughs> no, uh, no. I, I've I've never
2: seen it, so I don't know. <gasps> Obviously, it's not on DVD.
0: <laughs> You're excused, <laughs> and, and you can't borrow it on Blu-ray or on a laser disc. Cause I'd loan it to player. you,
3: but um,
2: it's 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 one I of those. Even if it goes on VHS, I don't have a way to play it. you? have seen
3: it, haven't you? I the think I have a long time ago. Yeah, uh, it's I don't a, remember much about it. It's a silly, futuristic prison movie. So it, it, immediately think Escape from New York, or um, oh, okay, you know it's it's one of those. genres. it's
0: one of those ones I popped in one time when I was at Duncan's on VHS. Watched in the store on a slow day.
3: I think it's fun. I think it's a, a really fun movie. But it's got it's got Lance Heimerson. Ray is the main star. It's got Lance Heimerson, I think Matt Dillon's in it. Um Ernie Hudson's in it. Whoa. So you know, it's got it's got some peeps. But um that was really pretty much it. We had a, a, a pretty quiet week. I had a couple of rotten days of work, but I'm not gonna get into those. So pretty pretty quiet day. Pretty quiet week. What did you do, Glenn? <sighs>
0: Mine went relatively well. I don't remember if I talked about last week on the show hurting my back on Monday before we came back from. I think I did. I think I mentioned it. I bent over. Just a quick recap. I bent over to tie a shoe, and I just had this really bad back pain, and just kind of lived with it. Walked around on Monday. Tuesday was a little better. Wednesday it was a little better. Thursday it was a little better. Friday it felt really good, and I went to. um <laughs> I was cleaning out some cables in my bag, and I went, found a cable for my razor. So I went and plugged it into the wall, and as I bent down to plug it in the wall, boom, just blinding pain all across the bottom of my back, center of back. Oh, I was in so much pain. And I, so I went to the floor, and I had to crawl <laughs> to get my phone to either A, call an ambulance, or B, call somebody to help. But what's the first thing I do? I called work. No, there was no way the heck I was going to be there because that's what I was doing. Was I had actually been getting ready to go to work. And so I was laying there and I thought, oh, I could call an ambulance, but I know what this is probably going to be and they're not going to do anything else to me at the ER that they wouldn't do at emergency care. Emergent care. So I called my mom. I said, do you still have a key to my house? Yeah, why? So why i said, well, I'm, I'm on. And she said she yeah I sounded like I was in hysterics. I don't remember sounding like I was in hysterics, but I might have been because I was in a ma- massive pain and I said well I'm, I'm on the floor, hurt my back, I can't get up. So she rushed over and got it, came inside. And that would
3: she, be funny if it wasn't so
0: <laughs> she thought she she thought maybe between the two of us she could get me up and we could get we could go to urgent care and so every time I just would try to move, I just had this screaming, blinding stars in my eyes pain. And so I finally managed to get rolled over on my back, which was a, at least while I was laying still was in, was comfortable enough and bearable for the pain. She called my sister because she thought, well, maybe between the two of them, we could get me up off the floor. So my sister came over and every time I tried to move, again, screaming, blinding pain. So my mom said, well, I, my mom, she's got all kinds of ailments. She said, I've got muscle relaxers and painkillers at the house. Well, I'll go get those. So she got them and she came back. And we were hemming on, I was, her and I were hemming on whether to take it or not. And my sister just said, Give him me the medicine. <laughs> Give me the muscle relaxer. <laughs> so she gave me the muscle relaxer. And after it kicked in, I was able to move finally without having searing pain. But anytime I tried to do up motion, like sitting up or even rolled over on my stomach, pushing myself up, screaming, blinding pain again. So I laid there for a little bit longer, and Karen said, did you bring the painkillers? And she, My mom said, yeah, and she goes, give me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so she gave me the painkiller, and I laid there for a little while, and after it kicked in, I could finally get up on my arms. But the problem was I couldn't push. I, I, because I had been trying, and I was so exhausted from the pain, I couldn't get myself up very high. So Caitlin finally, my mom went and got Caitlin. She came home. Caitlin remembered we had uh, Holly's step aerobic Uh, Thing And so what they thought is if I could just get up to that and then get up to the chair, that I could get up to the point where I could get my knees under me, which is what ended up finally happening. And I got up and and just was walking at a snail's pace. And my mom, luckily, she brought... Oh, she had a a cane that she occasionally uses in the car. So we managed to do that and got myself to emergent care, and he got me set up with some uh, pain relief. And while I was there, I think both pain relievers, or the, the both pills finally really kicked in, and I actually almost passed out in the doctor's office. Uh, but I think that was partly because of exhaustion and pain and
3: the pills yeah. and everything
0: on top of that. So anyway, I've been home all weekend long, in and out of consciousness, laying on my back, <laughs> trying to get better. I did go to the doctor yesterday. I was feeling a little better yesterday. I got, managed to get myself to the doctor, my, my, my actual primary care for physician, and he... He re-upped my pills, gave me a, a steroid to help with the inflammation. But the thing that troubled me him the most was he kept pushing on the muscles, which if it's a sprain or a strain, when you push on the muscles, it should hurt. Yeah. And it doesn't. So he's a little mm-hmm. concerned it might be something further down inside. And he said if I'm not better in about 7 to 10 days, they're going to send me in for an MRI. So regardless of that, I have been managing to go to work and work and Get all that done, but it's been really slow going. So anyway, that was my that was my mess.
3: Well, we're glad you're upright at least. I did anything positive from the week. I
0: did quickly. I watched uh, two films. First, oh. I watched because here. Uh, You've been oh, home all week, let right? Me no, I haven't. Been. <laughs> well, I was, in, I was and in and out of school. consciousness. So well, no, no, I was. At, this was last week before Those the. Friday. The not very good ones. <laughs> This was before the Friday event. Well, that's why I, I probably should have watched the one on Painkiller. I'm about to talk about, but <laughs> I, Buzz, Buzzfeed had a List of uh, how many superhero movies have you seen? Oh, yeah, and yeah. So I went through and I ticked it when I realized how many I had, and I thought, I need to rectify that. <laughs> so I, I was home on uh, before school or before school before work on Monday. If I babble anything, it's probably the drugs that <laughs> incoherently, but before work.
3: If you do, we'll just let you go. And- I,
0: I fired up Hulu and I saw that super. The James Gunn uh, movie with... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: That's on Netflix, too.
0: Oh, is it on Netflix? Yeah. I couldn't, I didn't see it on Netflix when I did a Kenya... Can I stream it? But Hulu has it, and it's commercial-free, which was kind of cool. Any, of the, oh, any yeah. of the IFC films that are on there, you get those commercial-free. No That's commercial nice. Free. Yeah. That's cool. So, so I watched Super, and... Um, not a good movie. <laughs> it's not a good movie at all. I didn't think you would like it. It's only slightly... <laughs> I mean, that was what, but, in my review, you like it. It's only slightly better than... Uh, Kick ass, but same premise, kind of. And, no they're
2: near as good as Slither.
0: Oh well, it was actually better than Slither. <laughs> I'll give him that. But it wasn't. It wasn't a horrible. <laughs> wasn't a horrible movie. It wasn't a horrible movie. It's just. It was. It's not my cup of tea. It was just kind of. It's. It's a it real downer. As, funny as I expected. There's it to a. Be.
3: There's a really. I've heard there's a big downer.
0: There's kind it. of a convoluted message in it, but I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> <laughs> And I keep thinking, how did for me? Why do I love Guardians of the Galaxy so much? Because those two James Gunn movies now that I've seen that I didn't like, and but I love Guardians of the Galaxy. So anyway, there's that. The other one, and because I felt the next day, I think Thursday, because I was a little glut for punishment. Catwoman is on. Uh, oh, good God! Catwoman is on uh, HBO now. And so I thought, all right, I want to just get this one out of the way. I've heard how terrible it is. It's not as bad as everybody oh, makes it out to horrible. be. It's <laughs> it's it's what makes it better for me is they didn't even try to do a DC Catwoman. It's a it's its own thing. It's a completely different storyline. Um, what's her name? Patience. She's not Selena Kyle. It's a whole new theory. A whole new character. It it's. It's not a stinker. It's not a great film. It's not a good film, but it's not a stinker. I mean, I think, I think people really, really bash the film probably more than it deserves. The one thing, scene that they point to that is horrible is the basketball court scene, and I, I completely agree with that one. But overall, I thought it was, it, was, it was fine. It wasn't a waste of my time. I'll put it that way. Um, I,
3: I, I have thoughts on that one that I cannot share <laughs> on air. But if you would like them after we're done, <laughs> I thought I Sharon Stone did a pretty good job. I will happily give them to you. Um,
0: I think that's it, though. Mm-hmm. I didn't do much else. We like, this weekend was bed in semi-consciousness. So,
2: Keith, I had a very. How was I, your week? It was really good up to yesterday. <laughs> ups and downs. <laughs> it was really good. Up, Lots oh. of ups and then one big, one really big down. down. So uh, I was off all week uh, since Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday was my birthday, and today, tech, well, tech, technically, birthday, now, way. thank you, I still didn't bring your stuff, uh, right? technically, That's now, funny. yesterday was our anniversary, so I took off the whole time,
3: oh, yeah, happy anniversary, thank you, I missed that one Three altogether, years. Years. didn't I, yep, didn't, um. on Facebook, I didn't give you anything, Yeah.
0: Oh, I, I was cool. going to I cool. was going to give you a shout out when I saw in my you know Facebook does that memories thing oh, now yeah. and it posts yeah. pictures or it allows you to post pictures from several years ago and I saw your wedding pictures <laughs> I went oh I should give a shout out to you hey, Wait a minute
3: wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute You're with her because of me Yeah it's true you should have thanked me as well. <laughs> Thank you Sean there you go <laughs> You're welcome Keith
2: Uh so but going back Wednesday we went and saw for my birthday Terminator Genesis uh, I really liked it. It was really enjoyable. I don't see why. I I, I knew I went in knowing uh, a decent amount, probably more than I should have. More than you did, for sure. Because uh, you'd
3: seen the trailer. <laughs> I'd seen the trailer. And then I also,
2: my curiosity got the better of me. I oh. wanted to know who Matt Smith played. Damn it, Keith. But that's, that's all I knew. I just knew who he played. I didn't know the context of anything. I saw, oh, that's who it is. Okay, I went away. So I was thoroughly impressed by it and really enjoyed it. Sarah loved it. And she was kind of male on the other two. I think she part of why she didn't like T two as much was she didn't like Sarah in that movie. She thought she was a little too hard of a character. And she she was she liked her in the first one and didn't like her in the second one. And she liked Amelia Clark's portrayal of the character. So I think that that helped a lot too. Sarah
3: goes through such a flip. Yeah, it's such between... a it's such
2: a hard shift. Yeah. you don't see the gradual growth. It's a very hard shift. So, I really enjoyed that. Uh, The next night, we went and saw Minions with my mother, which I enjoyed. It was very cute. Um, You didn't give your review on the episode, (laughs) but I... I, uh, It's
0: at home on the cutting room
2: floor. uh, Yeah. uh, His... Basically, his review was not as good as the despicable me movies, but enjoyable, and it was. It, yeah, was. it a had a great movie. soundtrack. I
0: think it suffers from too much minions, in my opinion. They're they're I good. Was, they're good side comedy characters. I don't think they can drive a whole movie.
2: I was a little worried. I was it would get really old, and it didn't get as old as I thought it would. There they, was
0: a lot of fresh jokes. Yes. Which which
2: which especially starting the movie. There's a lot there. That's oh, that's that's from the trailer. Uh, yep, that that's that's from the trailer. That, that too. Oh, look, that's an extended version from the trailer. And then you finally get into the meat of the story, and that's when it starts getting. Good. I would agree.
3: Um, I wondered about that just because of the nature of the movie. It looks like it's one of those that you kind of had to give a big chunk of setup in that trailer. And it's not a so yeah. Which and Jeffrey Rush does the uh, narration, right? Yeah, I think and it he was does Jeffrey a phenomenal Rush, yeah. job. So
2: and, and and the the narration was very enjoyable. Luckily, they were able to keep it to a third of the movie, if that, maybe a quarter. Yeah, so I, I
0: think a third. Yeah, probably yeah. a quarter of the movie. So
2: that, that, um, and then so as part of <coughs> anniversary festivities, we went to Kansas City on Saturday and went to <coughs> me. the I just blinked on that uh, the Nelson Atkins Art Museum. Oh, uh, neither of us had ever been. Seriously. Part of it seemed familiar, so I might have gone once before, but I don't remember it. So I'm counting that as neither of us had been. We really liked it. It was really neat. Um,
3: Get your picture with a giant badminton bird. We didn't go outside. We stuck to the
2: inside. Uh, We were also kind of tight on time.
3: Were there still bowls? Bowls? There's a big thing up in the Chinese-slash-Asian section of the upstairs. it, It just... I feel bad because I kind of breeze through that. We ble- breeze through a lot of that like, stuff. Too. It seems like it's nothing but bowls, and don't get me wrong. I mean, pottery can it's be impressive, very pretty pretty impressive, impressive. Yeah. But when you've seen one ancient bowl, <laughs> 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 there's only variations on the thing. Yeah. We, were, we, were, we, were,
2: a, we were much more taken by the paintings than anything else. Yeah. the sculptures were very nice, but
3: the paintings were. I love the more. Frank Lloyd Wright stuff. Those are my favorite.
2: We Sarah really likes the Renaissance era paintings, so we spent a lot of time there. And then the next day, we went back and went to the World War I Museum, the National World War I Museum. I did not know this. That's where it's at, Kansas City.
3: I don't think I knew Kansas shortly City, at, shortly, the National World Shortly war after the
2: war, they built this memorial, the first one ever in the country, and then they started building up the uh, museum around it. It's really well done.
3: Where's that at? It's in Kansas City. Well, but-
2: It's uh, Liberty Memorial, is what it's called. Oh,
3: so oh, the, the big pillar on the on the hill.
2: Yeah, that big stone pillar. I didn't realize that was World War One. Yeah, that's World War I oh, Memorial.
3: Okay, well then I've been there. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a really nice museum. If you're
2: ever in Kansas City, I highly recommend it. And it would, if you're a big World War I buff or history buff, it'd probably be worth a trip to Kansas City just for. Because uh, as far as I'm aware, there's not a Smithsonian one. So it's this technically isn't because it's not in the D.C. metro area, but it is the national one. It's re- it's one of the best museums I've ever seen. Cool. It's hands down phenomenal, uh, better than some of the ones in D.C. Uh, and then that night we watched Paddington, which was really cute. Cute movie. We really liked it. It's not one we'd go back and watch a lot. I agree with your assessment that Nicole Kidman was a little under unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but and she was really the only weak part of it.
0: Uh, I, I don't was, know that I'd say she's unnecessary. Well, it, the direction they take her is unnecessary.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you, you. It's it's one of those stories where you really don't
0: need a villain. Yeah, I would agree, uh, and it would have been just fine because it's you, you get wrapped up in the self discovery. You get wrapped up oh, in yeah. the whole you know transplanting and, and, him and from the, the forest to the getting a civilization. civilization. Yeah,
2: story that yeah. that all that is so well done. I was uh, we were really excited about the movie at first uh, before it came out because Colin Firth was going to be Paddington,
0: <laughs> which I still thought he was when I saw it.
2: <laughs> but I think Ben Wershaw Weir- uh, or whatever his name is did a really good job bringing a usefulness mm-hmm. to him that I, I don't agree. think Colin would have done. I would agree. So high marks. Very, very high marks. And Capaldi's Peter Capaldi's great. In that case. <laughs> right? No one good. else could have played that role but Peter Capaldi. <laughs> yeah, he was good. A crumudgeony neighbor. That's all you need. <laughs> 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 he is fantastic. Uh, and then... So great. vindicated, too, at the end. I love it. Yeah. So good. Uh, I think that... My days are blurring now. Uh,
0: Remember, it doesn't matter when. It doesn't matter walked. when. Uh,
2: the next <laughs> big event was yesterday we went and got a pup, which you guys probably, if you're friends with me or Sarah on Facebook, uh, oh, if, and you probably heard the jangling of the ch- uh, collar in the background <laughs> <laughs> and possibly a little whining. He is in here in the living room with us, or the dining room with us. Uh, we got a Karen Terrier from The Pound. Our local pound, and his name so he's is a rescue dog. He was a rescue dog. He uh, was a runaway uh, and so Aww. a stray. So he had a collar on him, but the number was no longer good. And so they tried to get a hold and they kept him. He was there since the first of August. Aww. And so he's about five years old, they say. We don't know. Oh, believe it. He doesn't him. look that old. No. That's what I said. But he, look, he looks older with the longer hair. If you go and look at the picture of me and Sarah with him, mm-hmm. he looks yeah, older like than yeah, he does right. now with the grooming. He's
3: got puppy feet.
2: He's got puppy face, too. He's got, he's got puppy eyes. He's really does.
3: <laughs> uh, I'll try to post a
2: picture here in a little bit on Instagram so you can see because he's at the end of the table. Um,
3: he's a cutie patootie is what he yeah, is. Yeah,
2: so he was there since August 1st. And we'd kind of we been uh, him and hawing about getting a dog for a while and saw him pop up on uh their online stuff. I was like, let's go meet this one. We were thinking, well, it would be a good anniversary present, and we decided a dog was it, and we are so happy with him. Uh, so his name's Cody. Uh, that was on his collar, so we didn't really decide yeah. to change that. If he's five years old,
0: you don't want to do that. Yeah, he
2: doesn't always respond to it, so I don't know, but we gave him the middle name of Ambrosius. <laughs> uh, for those that don't get the reference, that if you've seen Labyrinth, that's the sheepdog's name mm-hmm. in Labyrinth. Uh, and so we were having a great old day, palling around with him, taking him to see my mom and my brother dog, uh, her dog. <laughs> and then we're on the way to meet my dad when we got in a car accident. Mm. What happened? We were at a stop sign. Both of us looked both ways, didn't see anybody, pulled out. I looked again, sock, uh, SUV. And Four way or was it? It was a, our, we only had a stop sign. Okay. So they did not have a stop sign. So luckily we weren't going very fast. They were going a bit faster. I couldn't form the word "watch out," "stop," or anything. I was utterly noises, and bam! Hit the front quarter panel of so
3: the not car. Not quite a T-bone, but not quite a T-bone, pretty, pretty, bone, but pretty close. Though. Yeah, uh,
2: knocked driver us driver side up, or driver side. Yeah, and Sarah was driving. Knocked us up quite a bit. uh... Luckily, no one in the other car was hurt because they had a child and she was pregnant. Mm. So luckily, nothing bad there. Luckily, it was a bigger car. Um, Unfortunately, our car is totaled, we think. Uh, We're still waiting for the insurance to decide. And Sarah wound up with a concussion and a cut on the back of her head, Mm. uh, which she initially uh, didn't want to go to the hospital for. Uh, We finally... Later in the night convinced her to go, and it's a good thing we did because she wound up getting four staples with mm. the cut on the back of the head. she lost consciousness for a little bit right at the beginning of this accident oh, so yeah. she's that's why we're recording here is because she's in recovery, and I didn't want to leave her alone for the night so
0: understandably yeah, so today
2: unfortunately, so
0: well, last night you had to keep checking her. I imagine she had a mild concussion
2: uh they didn't have us do that no they didn't um but that being said, we got to the hospital a little after 9. We didn't get home until 4 a.m. Oh, my. Because yeah, there was the shift change, so doctor changed, mm-hmm. so we had to deal with that. Uh, they didn't want to send her home right away. Uh, her symptoms got a little worse while we were there. Her pupils were two different dilations. Um, oh, that's definitely a concussion. Yeah, and then... <laughs> They had the head wound to deal with. Uh, the EMR or EMTs at the scene told us to put some liquid bandage on it and they said no, we really need staples. So they had to remove that and do the staples. And they did some x-rays on the arms because and her foot and her neck to make sure there was nothing broken because those were hurting pretty bad too. So also then we got home about four o'clock after getting the drugs and everything. So we got yeah. discharged a little be- a little after three, three yeah. fifteen. Wow. So yeah. Luckily our Great pooch did not leave a mess of the house because we wound up leaving him here while we were at the hospital as kind of a trial run. And he Mm -hmm. did great. He got to check things out. He did. By himself. And didn't... Nothing was disturbed. It was amazing. It's amazing. We are so blessed by this dog. He is one of the best behaved I've seen. So today has been a lot of dealing with some insurance stuff and her feeling better
0: well we're so glad that nobody was seriously injured yeah. we are too definitely
2: sorry to end that on a down note but that was the end oh, of the week <laughs>
0: well and for people who have been wondering because I was a bit cryptic in our <laughs> delayed yes. post
2: so now we get the fun process of finding out if it's going to get totaled and get the new car yeah. which mm-hmm. Sarah is pretty upset just about the car aspect because she loved that car so yeah. much yeah. She'd had it for eleven years too. Cars can be replaced. I keep telling her that.
3: I don't know if I have the strength to train a new newbie.
2: <laughs> yeah, either of us. Because if because if something had happened to her, worse. Uh, yeah. But we got a a, a a very good pup. So and he's been very loving and gives Sarah some kisses and.
0: As my mom calls it, puppy, uh, doggy healing, doggy healing
2: doggy power. Doggy
3: healing power.
0: Dog came along at the right time.
2: He really did. and Luckily, he wasn't hurt either because he was in the car. So
0: We have nothing but good news this week in the news section, yes. so that will bring us back up and give us a little bit more energy. So
3: <laughs> Thanks for uh, putting up with us uh, this week and being late. Yeah. <laughs> we like to think we had good reason.
0: <laughs> I think people are getting used to our podcast going out late, though.
3: Well, and if you're relatively new to the proceedings, we, 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 we'd we kind of do this and every week. We, so have your week and catch up and then delve into the Doctor Who. So, Sorry, getting a picture of the dog. No, that that's right. On Instagram.
2: All right, let's move on to news. We got a trailer on my birthday.
1: Yay! Yay. Thank you,
2: BBC, Yay. for that birthday present. <laughs> Me and Dr. Phil.
3: It was good. Oh, it's that's right. Happy birthday, birthday, Dr. Phil. I forgot Happy to that birthday. And it was a good trailer. It was it not a, really a good trailer. Uh, not not a teasing trailer, but kind nope. of a, kind of a full blown. It
0: was full blown. Even more so than the last trailer. Yeah, yeah.
3: Full blown, full throttle. Here it is.
0: I didn't notice it until looking
2: at some of the analysis. Did you guys see how many Daleks are in that scene? Yeah, lots. <laughs> Everybody but the Paradigm. Everybody but the Paradigm. <laughs> There's the classic black and blue. Black and blue. Or black, gray, gray and blue. blue. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's gone.
1: What?
2: There's
0: so much Dalek. Oh, there's colorful ones. I didn't see there's, special weapons. Dalek. There's ones that are very similar to the weapons. movie Daleks, to the the ones for the Cushing films, uh, which will be interesting.
2: There's the dark. There's the black on black, the Scarl yeah, ones, yeah. and the Emperor, and yeah. I yeah, I didn't notice the, the the silver and blue more.
0: We we got a really really good extended shot of the uh, scarrow well, we presume it's Scarrow. What, what we're going to say is Scarrow. Yeah, because <laughs> that that looked gorgeous. That was that was incredible. The entire
2: trailer looked gorgeous.
0: I think this kind of this trailer also kind of <clears throat> silenced a lot of people's speculation about Maisie Wilson. Uh, Maisie Williams, is that right? Williams. Maisie Williams. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: and the and Susan stuff. Yeah, the Susan yeah.
0: stuff. Although now everybody's on the whole Ginny kick because. Uh, Georgia Moffat (laughs) visited the set recently, and there were set pictures. I didn't see those So everybody's thinking that now they're on this whole train of thought that, oh, well, it must be Ginny. It's it's funny. She's been uh, uh, – went through a regeneration.
2: It's funny they don't jump to those conclusions that somebody's going to show up when some of the old companions have gotten on set.
0: Yeah, well, I think – Like
2: when Joe Grant was – or Katie Manning was there. I think
0: when – or uh, Caroline Ford. Thank you, Caroline Ford. What had been on earlier in the summer, or maybe it was even late in the spring. That's why I think that fueled some of the speculation I think she was about there for filming
2: Christmas. I think if that. I remember correctly. Yeah, I
0: think you're right. Um, that fueled some of the speculation about Maisie Williams initially. So,
3: well, and Warris Hussein uh, visited the set this week, so he must be directing. It must episode. be directing. It. Oh yeah, so absolutely. Be, you know, <laughs>
2: I'm really excited about a lot of the new monsters, quote unquote, that we get in the trailer, and that there's not going to be so many. It's it's always great to see new creatures and monsters in the show, and it's not going back to the well every all season.
3: Well, it's it's one of those things. That, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm as excited as the next guy for a Dalek episode and another Zygon episode or a, a, a Cyberman. But at the same time, it's like you know, when you think back on what New Who has really brought to the table. You don't
2: think of the classics. I, I don't. Think I don't
3: think of the actual new monsters. Evolution of Manhattan. <laughs> I, I think of the Silence. <laughs> evolution of Manhattan. Oh, I was going to say. Why I know why did what you, read you mean. That?
2: <laughs> That's a machine of the. Maybe type I, I got right a. There. Maybe I got a concussion too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that one. Um uh, You know, I, I think I think of the silence. I think of the uh, everyone thinks of weeping angels. The weeping right angels. Away. I think of the uh, the whatever the thing was on the bed. I think of the doone to some extent. <laughs> to some extent, the off. I oh. think I, I, I think of the ones that have come that have been like, all right, cool. Are so you okay with the
2: cat-like people? The cat-like person because there's a precedence. Hey, he breathes fire. <laughs> I'm assuming he's gonna be part what, what what that's a Greek god that or a Greek creature that does that, doesn't it? Is there
0: then that would tie in maybe to well is there is a Greek creature does it or is it a Norse creature? It could be a Norse because that might I, tie I in to the I'm just thinking oh, of one similar that has got a tail we did of a get, snake and it's and
3: not you know. a cat none then. We did no. get it no, I, I saw, I didn't. A
0: lot of people speculate that this he looks more like a lion, like one of the big cats, you know.
3: Okay. I saw
2: speculation yeah. that there may be connection to the cheetah
0: people. <laughs> I saw that as well. Yeah. <laughs> It's a shame we just did be, survival. Actually, cool. I can't I water think water. that would be cool.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think we need to retire survival for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Even I, as wonderful as it is, think we should retire survival for a while. Now, I haven't gone back. I mean, I watched it. I've watched it twice because I watched it once when it when it hit. And then I watched it with Mel when she got home from work. I was like, you got to watch this. Um, but then I was like, okay, I'm done. That's kind of my new thing. I don't want to go it back and.
2: Since my second time. I'm looking at pictures, but that's about it.
3: I'm kind of doing the same thing. Of with Star Wars. I don't, I don't want to know. It's just like, okay, there it is. Don't show me anymore.
0: <laughs> I think I watched it twice, and then I watched a uh, YouTube breakdown. The, then there's, there's Glenn, a lot more content. who
3: devours everything about everything. <laughs>
2: well, there's been a lot of set reports,
0: and
3: well, Tarnus Archive did a really cool
0: uh, breakdown of it, and oh. just and not really even not really even going into speculation of who this might be or what it might, be, but but kind of tying some of the the. Evidence or I don't want to say rumors. The confirmed information that we've gotten uh, leading up to Series Nine, there's been you know this this he he kind of does the this might relate to this this might relate to this this appears to be part of this and that kind of well it's kind of the same
3: down, thing they did yeah. with the, uh, the the poster that came out and then there was this huge <laughs> yeah. did you notice he's wearing checked pants the, and it's like the overanalysis I did of the, face the first time that sand. I saw the trailer because <laughs> we apparently explosions. see
0: those we see those checked pants in the first trailer and I didn't even catch on until. I saw somebody breaking down the uh, picture that was posted. I was like, oh, hey, no, that's cool. And,
3: and there's totally those faces in the fire in the, yeah, in the last no. one?
0: That's definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> I looked again and went, no. <laughs> Is that Timothy Dalton back there? <laughs>
2: I think I see on coming through. Well, the fire. and then
0: you guys saw this week that uh, David Tennant and Paul McGann showed up in Cardiff. I, yeah, the, I, 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 I the saw studios, those speculations. So there's some speculation that we're going to get a return.
3: Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please.
0: <laughs> at least for the Paul McGann aspect. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, not that I wouldn't be thrilled to see David back uh, yeah. again, but, you know, uh, Paul McGann. More Paul McGann. More Paul <laughs> McGann. Although that really breaks the 26-year timeline that we've, you know, established <laughs> with his appearances. But Maybe you
2: know. it's exponentially getting smaller.
3: Well, maybe he's only on screen for three minutes this time. <laughs> well, I, I, but,
2: but that also means less time between.
3: Oh, well,
0: I'd be all right with that, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then he gets a sustained level, and he's on screen all
0: the time. Looks like we're revisiting the Sisterhood of Karn, though. Did you see that? I did see that. I did not catch that. Yeah, there's a shot of... It's kind of a, a side shot of... And we know that the actress that played the head sister in Night of the Doctor is... Night of the Doctor? Yeah, Night of the Doctor is returning... This season so there's, a, there's oh I didn't know that yeah so there's a chance that well, we don't know what role yeah, she's they, playing they haven't disclosed her role
3: but she's probably the new companion <laughs> that would also be in keeping with
0: Doctor Who tradition right <laughs> so anyway that, that, yeah that, that if, if you go stuff. digging
2: into some of the Paul McGann and David Tennant stuff and the rumors on that the Karn elements. Um, brings a fascinating aspect and possibly validity to those theories. I'm not going to delve into that. That's all I'm going to say.
3: Well, in a way that kind of ties in a little bit with the next piece of news that we've got, which is uh, BBC has announced the Mission Dalek competition. Uh, And uh, the the basic gist of this is that they've put out a call for – stories and little short films and just uh, things that uh, that you can do and create digital. Um, and uh, there's actually a chance to win, uh, if you live in the UK, a, uh, a chance to go visit the set. Which I'm kind of bummed that I do not live in the UK. <laughs> in other news, I'm moving <laughs> just so he can take part, just this. so I can take part in this. Um, but uh, the information is out there on uh, the, the BBC website, or you can just Google mission dollar competition um, the basic gist of it is that um, you uh, it can be any kind of video animation, uh, some mashup digital artwork even or graphic, uh, up to 90 seconds in length. And uh, what is the uh, Look for the clues in the doctor's 2000 year diary in this video as a starting point to create your idea.
2: So it needs to come from the video that they posted.
3: Uh, once you've made your digital creation, telling the story of how the Doctor comes to face the Daleks once again. So it's, it's got to be a Dalek story with with the Doctor. you they criteria. They're, they're giving you all kinds of extra little bonuses that you can go and download and and, and do these things, too, to, to put in there. So go look it up if you're an aspiring filmmaker or, or artist or whatever.
0: Maybe and we should just do it for fun. We should. It'd be kind of cool. I'm down. (laughs) I'm (laughs) totally
3: ready. But
0: the reason
3: that um, I think this might, in a way, tie in is apparently one of the things that, uh, as I've heard, it's not spelled out here, but one of the things that I've heard that this is tied in with is Doctor Who's online presence and the idea that if you remember way back when Moffat dropped that little nugget of we'd like to do more storytelling in an online format – Oh yeah, yeah. So it makes me wonder if in some way shape or form this isn't the let's give them the little wet the appetite because we're going to put all these online and show them and then oh we happen to have Paul McGann coming back to Cardiff to do a little something that may be I don't know. I don't know. I just yeah. <laughs> you could be
2: connecting two dots that might not connect. That's but.
3: true. I'm I'm probably am, but <laughs> You never know. My whole life is this dot's way over here. <laughs> that one's way over there in the next county. But there's a line between them. And occasionally
2: it's Easter Saturday.
3: And occasionally it goes through Easter <laughs> Saturday. So yeah, we should uh, we should totally come up with something. Yeah. So we'll put, put your our th- heads together. Put your thinking caps on, and we'll do the same. And everybody come up with a great story that uh, we'll just flood them with fantasticness, and they'll go. Wow, well, maybe we should open this competition to residents of the U.S. as well. <laughs> That's all I had about that. Uh,
2: the last bit of news is recently ha- Haley Atwell, uh, if you don't recognize the actress, that's Peggy Carter to you, uh, was asked. It's Agent Peggy, a- Agent or Agent Peggy. Agent Peggy <laughs> Carter, <laughs> or Cinderella's mom, <laughs> duly duly earned. Yes, who appears to be dominating a dub smash war, <laughs> uh, has recently been asked if she would love to be on Doctor Who a role on Doctor Who, and she said, I would love to be Doctor Who. (laughs) Yes. That's a a female casting I can get behind.
0: I'd be all for that. I I think she's a fine actress. Really, really enjoy her in uh, all of the Marvel films she's done, and and, uh, Peggy Carter, or Agent Carter on TV. Oh,
2: and she really got a chance to flesh out Agent Carter on the TV show, so we know
0: she has the great depth And it wouldn't be her first foray into Doctor Who, because she was in that uh, Big Finish audio... um, Yeah, that we reviewed. Flip-Flop? Was it that one? Was she in Flip-Flop? It was something with Seventh Doctor and Mal. The TARDIS wiki, hold on.
3: I'm sure we probably discussed this at the time that we reviewed it, and I am always amazed when these things (laughs) come up five months later. And I'm like, were they in that? It's all... I suppose next should be telling me David Tennant was in Kolditz.
0: <laughs> I think it was Flip Flop. Was that the one uh, that did...
2: No, it was Blood of the Daleks.
0: No, that's not the one I'm thinking of because we haven't done Blood of the Daleks.
3: Yeah, we have. That's the first of the poem again, uh, Eighth Doctor Adventures. Yeah. The two-parter where they're oh. on Red Rocket
0: Rising. Those poor people. That's the one she was in. <clears throat> okay, well, she was in another one. She's been in three
2: total. Uh... Dermwood Curse, which we haven't listened to, Whispering no. Forest, and the Sands of Life.
0: Well, maybe I'm thinking of Blood, Blood of the Daleks. Then that she was in. You're always thinking about Daleks.
2: <laughs> Daleks on the brain, pretty much.
0: All like, right, that's well, our news. Let's move on to feedback.
2: Our last bit of feed, or our last and first bit of feedback. Our last. <laughs> First but not least. First but not least. <laughs> last things first, and first our things last, last
3: but not our. What say it again?
2: <laughs> our last and first,
3: and first, and timing. yeah. <laughs> what
2: do you expect from this podcast? Uh, <laughs> comment question. Hello, this is from Robert. Sorry to hear about the lay and about the accident. I'm sure we'll lay the story, lay up the story on the show. Good to hear that no one was seriously hurt. We should do that. Uh, we will. Wait, will they want to that <laughs> Who says we record these in that order?
3: Uh, uh. We'll now be studying for Friday's test on Monday before we've learned the material. <laughs> now to my comments, which I
2: would have sent earlier. I had my annual eye exam Friday, and my vision was off for a couple days because of that. Anyways, I saw the photo of Reese Shearsmith in costume with and without Mark Gatiss. The costume looks futuristic enough, but it also has two odd resemblances. One is that it vaguely looks something Avon, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, from Blake's Seven War. The other is a resemblance to the Command Staff uniforms worn by some of the main characters in the 3rd or 4th series of Babylon 5. Not that I think there are any crossovers happening, it's just an interesting choice by the costume designer. Take care, see you at TopCon.
0: Robert. Thank you, Robert.
3: You're right, Robert. Thank I didn't. Robert. I, 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 I have to be honest, I'm a bad sci-fi fan. I've never seen Blake 7. It's kind of been one of those that's been on my peripheral, but I've just never actually yeah, seen it I and haven't watched. either. But I do recognize, I haven't watched all of Babylon 5 either, but I have a friend who was very big into Babylon 5, and you're right, those uniforms are similar. Hmm. Probably not a crossover. But, uh, <laughs> Likely not. Although, Inspiration at the very least. Although, <laughs> wouldn't that be cool? And, and I'm pretty sure somebody somewhere has footage that Jay Michael Strickensky was in Cardiff this week. So you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's it. For feedback.
0: All well, right, let's move on to our big event, which is a review, a catch-up review of some of the Titan Doctor Who titles, and um, leading up to uh, the big event that happened this week. So where we start 10th doctor number 10 correct
2: yes sure we will go in doctor order and, the s- and then end with the big capstone of the four that's
0: right the title for this particular story arc was echo echo what'd you guys think echo,
1: it's just echo stuff.
0: we'll do 10 and 11 we'll just do them together since they were we'll just do story arc or oh, was this one off this was just this was a one-off it was, was a one-off this was a quasi yeah, so one-off 10. with a yeah, setup right. in the beginning there was a bit of a setup yeah but. Um, Not to mention you had to you had to do a little bit of recall here because we're back with Gabby's family as well. So. Yes.
3: Well, this is also the one that uh, for, for our long-time listeners that maybe remember that we started <laughs> to think about trying to review this the last time we did a Titan <laughs> episode and then decided we weren't going to. So we, we pulled the rug out from underneath. you, but we're here doing it now. Um, I, I found it enjoyable, but at the same time, it felt
2: reused. Yes, exactly. It felt, it felt very similar to,
0: at least in ideas, of the launch stories. Yeah, the ones with the things that were that you couldn't see, but they were there, and then they yeah. had the ones that had come through the dimension that were chasing those. Yes, yes, it's, it's very, yeah.
2: very similar. I mean, they took new approaches to it, but
0: it's still almost the same story. Yeah. It's just Gabby's already
2: in companion mode. and there are these little I hadn't monsters. thought of that,
0: but it felt familiar, and so... That's probably what it comes down on for me is is remembering that particular story yeah
2: and, and, and that's i think its' downside
0: is that it's too familiar yeah
2: uh that there's nothing surprising about it uh you kind of it kind of goes the the, the path you expect it's enjoyable, but it's just it's just kind of there for me
3: would it have made a difference if that other um or if if this story hadn't been a tenth doctor one, that maybe we wouldn't have I, quite I, drawn have such a strong parallel to it. It would have, it would have, it would it have it.
0: helped a lot. I I really enjoyed the artwork. I think the, art, yeah. the artwork was good. Yeah. I like. I think that's part of why
2: it's familiar. It's the same artist from the
0: first ones. Oh, is I'm it? pretty sure. I like the paneling too. How it's not the typical square paneling. It's it's got a lot of different you know edges and and curves and and slants and designs and some black backgrounding for the panels and then turn around there's some white paneling for the for, although you know what just occurred to me it's when the echo stuff is actually happening is when you, well no because there's a, this is a white background panels anyway it's i really like the choices of colors and, and style that they they took with it as well it's nice that they
2: change up some of the background pages that are black and white like you
3: know oh yeah i think you're right i think it's once he once the do, it's it's white until the doctor makes the uh the sound legible, basically, yeah. that it's yeah. a cry for help. Those panels are all black.
0: Yep. Well, and, and well, if you'll notice, the up bubbles, until they're in the target, the bubbles for the the uh, creatures that are on the little weird spider looking things that are actually running these things down, the good things down. Oh, it's black. You oh, actually yeah. see uh, it's it's white lettering on black bubbles for their for their uh, mm-hmm. speech, which is cool.
3: Maybe it's just because these are the action
0: panels. <laughs> Could be
2: could very well be, do you think you'd put some of the climax on that way too, because there's action in the climax uh,
0: terrible cover though i do the the cover that came with the digital cup that we got I did not like the the alternate cover I really do like because I think this is the first time you get a chance to see what Gabby would look oh, like the the photorealism, that Yeah.
2: Had. I think they had an actress step in for those
3: Oh, the photo covers, yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm normally not a big fan of photo covers. I don't know if I've mentioned that on the show or not, but I, I kind of feel I like you, this, yeah. you know it's a comic book. I want a picture. I don't yeah. want a picture. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know. Draw me he something. A In drawing. this particular
0: case, I liked it better. I liked the. Uh... But
3: I agree, the, the cover is terrible with just the Aquaman <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Doctor, <laughs> Doctor, like covering his ears. Is that what he's doing? It seems like it. Sure, You're starting to cover his ears. Yeah, I, I wasn't too impressed with the cover, but, and, and but I, I like the, the artwork inside and the story is pretty decent. So. I like the
2: characterization building for Gabby and how after, because this is right on the heels of the Angel stories. Yeah. So he, she has just gone through this very traumatic experience and so she, the first thing she wants to do is run home mm-hmm. and, and check in on her family. I, I like that that's part of her character because that stays in line with how we were introduced to her.
0: Now, That was the only tenth doctor we did, right? That was the only right. tenth yeah. doctor. Okay, so moving on to eleven,
2: cranking it up to eleven.
0: Number twelve, right? We start number with 12. number twelve.
2: We start with number twelve,
0: which I do like the cover for this one. <laughs> the, oh, no, I take that back. The alternate cover I like a lot. the The cover for the actual story is pretty good, but I think it's misrepresentative because they didn't only the comet itself crashed; the Tardis didn't. But I guess suppose it's, it gives you the impression that the TARDIS crashed as well. It, yeah, it fell okay. heavily to the ground, but there's no—you don't see the comet in the in the open, which is a little deceiving. But
3: I've twelve, right? Yes, my, twelve. Okay. My,
2: my thing with covers, pretty much. Is I don't I don't trust them. <laughs> I've had them lie to me so many times that yes. it's just a pretty artwork that they're going to put on the cover that might tie in. It's kind of nice if they do, but it, most of the time they're not going the, to. Yeah. It's, it's, this it's true. true.
0: This it's page totally true. might be in here. I don't know how many in Buffy in
2: comics I picked up when they started season eight, and it had, the cover had nothing to do with what happened <laughs> in the story. But I was like, this would be really awesome. Spike's on the cover. He's not
3: in the story. It's <laughs> That this might be in here, it might not be in here.
0: This one was uh, this story arc is called Conversion, and this is part one of that story arc.
2: I really enjoyed this story arc, and, I, and really I enjoyed the rest of Eleven's Run. I
0: think it was a bit hit and miss, because I like the setup for this. I like the idea of the comet. I especially like the fact that in, in in history, Constantine essentially took control of the army at a battle with, uh, what's his name, Maxim... Mac- Maxentius. there was this actual battle at this bridge and Constantine and his men saw this vision and they believe now, historically they've gone back and looked and they believe that it was a comet at the time or a meteorite that had gone down and it actually caused this massive explosion as well and a pillar of fire and it's believed that that was enough to convince Constantine's men that he was... Because he was the one that wanted to convert everybody to Christianity. He was ready to do away with the old gods. Constantine was going to establish Christianity in Rome. And this was one of the pinnacle events that really drove his troops to get behind him and really believe that he was actually doing the will of God. And so I really like how they've tied this in now to... (laughs) <laughs> Doctor Who, and that this I is, know that. This is potentially the event that happened that <laughs> accompanied the fact that uh, Constantine... Now, it, it goes a little differently because uh, I get the impression that they sort of join forces against the Cybermen horde that's coming at the end, but Max uh, Maximius, why did I say his name? Is uh, His men actually perish. We're going to call him Maximus. Maximus. It's Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> That's such Maxentius. Max Maxentius.
3: Maxentius. I just
2: love the cliffhanger of the first episode.
0: The, oh, I knew you the, would. As the reveal as, of the Cybermen. As soon Cyberman, as I turned I like, oh. to that page, I went... And here's what's even better about this. It was such a good reveal. Though. <laughs> is that this is zombified <laughs> Cybermen. Cybermen. Because the entity has it's zombified all of them. them. It's taking yeah. their bodies over. I thought that was really, really clever. It's, it's
2: a great way to bring in a, a, a familiar monster and do something new with them.
3: Yeah. Well, and I like how they give us this... Tiny little hint at the beginning when Jones makes the comment about the dinosaurs being wiped out by yeah. a comet, because
0: yeah. <laughs> they're trying to place you, almost, as, well, what's going you know, on, what, and what you you almost buy beginning. into it. You
2: almost think, oh, this is uh, the Adrix in yeah, there, there somewhere. Should, yeah,
3: and then the doctor immediately the dismisses it because the time period is yeah. too early, and there's Rome, or too late. Or, you know, yeah, but and here's Romans, and so you're like, oh, okay, and then you go along, and then the Cybermen do show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hold the bait and switch. I think what's really cool too is is the idea that this comet would have been a cataclysmic event, but by the doctor kind of you know jerry rigging the the uh, trajectory of it, they, it was they, it was able to be kind of more of a localized cataclysmic right. event instead of a, a global event. So that was pretty cool.
3: I tell you, for me, that the the big kicker here is um, Rob Williams's writing. He has so nailed the 11th Doctor's voice for me.
0: I agree. I agree.
3: Just the little things, like we're on the motorcycle, we're zooming toward the thing, and Jones is going on about his song cards, and then starts, you know, what does the Doctor say? Not enormously pertinent right now. Driving to the wormhole, driving to the wormhole. Ah, far better, a more specific strategy card, that one. What are the odds? That's serendipity, <laughs> you know. that is. And it's just, there, there were so many of those kinds of moments, it's like, this is the eleventh doctor right here. He's he's yeah. so in his element. I would
0: agree. Until well, the
1: <laughs>
2: and next they, episode. All right, Jones. No need to shout in German. I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> when they're writing on the wall, the Berlin. Yeah. Eye. Yeah.
3: And when he comes back with his face frozen from being outside. <laughs> and he's the <laughs> What? <laughs> so yeah, there there was just there was so much about that that it, it was like and um it has been a while since we've had a i'm trying to think certainly i mean certainly not on tv we've not done a whole lot of quote unquote historicals no, in, no. not in, like it, this not no. but, and, and so that's and, you
2: know
3: and not in an the lavender drone yeah, yeah not in the lavender so this it, in a way it felt like a huge departure that because we, we don't have anything like this but then what i thought was interesting is in the next episode you, with the Zombified Cybermen, it's like, we're still dealing with yeah. this. You oh, know, yeah. this is all still part of the same through line. <laughs> right it's just right. that it's, you know, different time, well, it, different place. Very,
2: it's very reminiscent, partially because of the Romans, of uh, Pandora opens a big bag. Uh, yeah, in a Because you're dealing with a historical setting at one, and then kind of, while they're still in the, they're still in the historical setting in the second one,
0: right? They don't yeah. change the oh, yeah. no. Yeah, because issue two, or issue two, issue, next, next issue 13, is, is that right? Yeah. Which 13. I finally love, the cover that's on the beginning. Again, has nothing <laughs> to do with it, with it because he never country. dresses as a Roman, but I do love the little gag on there that says Rory Williams, or eat your heart out, Roy, Rory Williams, and he's dressed as a Roman <laughs> soldier. And the other two in the background
2: very, cool. very confused. Why are we dressed like Romans?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, what was most confusing is because they're dressed like Romans, and then in the story they're not ever dressed yeah. like Romans. So that's what was confusing to him. <laughs> I do like that the uh, um, entity kind of creates this illusion of something else, projects something that that that, that would gain the trust of the enemy of the soldiers. And yeah. in the first set, it's the it's the gods of old or the goddesses, I should say, of old, and uh, they're you know taken over. This is where we finally see the TARDIS drop in <laughs> the sky after it's. Broken free from the comet, but then power just gone. I think my problem with this story is um, the doctor gets a little too mopey for me. I he, think he, this is the one because he he's kind re- of
2: switches to the
0: dark, gr- uh, grumpy, mopey doctor. Yeah, and he's because he, he's dime. regretting what he did. His conversion in the story before this story arc before this, where he was um, the head of Surview. the head of yeah yeah Servi Inc. Which and that's uh, what we're dealing with the fallout. Yeah, and I, 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 I'm I okay with the doctor doing some soul-searching and, and and feeling some remorse or regret, but he almost gets just a little it's, too far.
2: It's more the next issue that I feel that is it, it, is it gets it that way. That's the one where he's moping outside the TARDIS. Well, oh, that's it, cause right, because at the end of in. this
0: one, the, the TARDIS won't let him back in. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's the one that I think I'm thinking of.
3: See, this one, I, I, I kind of felt like, in a way, almost missed a trick that we maybe wrapped it up too quickly. When when he gives the statement, the entity with the might of a cyber army, an army that now shows you what your heart wants most as they attack, that's unstoppable. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and he's just, oh no 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 no, I can't deal with this right now. <sighs> and just just the thought of that, you wouldn't. I mean, think about this: an army that comes in and just goes, this, this is what, what you want. want. Yeah, there'd be no resistance. Yeah. That's one of the really
2: that's terrifying. That's one of the great things I liked about this one. And
3: it's not a Dalek threat. Forgive me, Glenn. <laughs> where they're projecting this image and then they come in and shoot everybody. Right, right. This, mm. this is so they can convert you. This is going to be a conversion, we we assume that even don't though they're
0: even, not I don't even know that it was going to be a conversion because I think if it was going to be a conversion, it I guess in a way it is, but I think the, they needed
2: to stop resistance before they could start conversion.
0: Well the blue the blue soldiers I mean, they essentially take over yeah. the yeah. body. They don't. There's no Cyberman conversion. The it's, entity it's the takes entity over. It, yeah. So it's it's still it's more of a zombify than a, it yeah. is a, a conversion to cyber technology.
3: But just uh, if, if if we were on Walking Dead and you didn't want to fight back, yeah, just, yeah, come get me, right. Come Eat me, exactly. Uh, just that, that that whole idea is 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 very.
0: And they do take over Jones at one point. Yeah, yeah. Which
2: it's this one that we lose Jones. At the very end, yes,
0: I, I do was, like the ruse, though that the that entity using the arc, to, yeah, using the arc uh, to, to make, make, him make him look thing. like he's he's <laughs> been zombified by the entity as well, and then implanting his memories, his his uh, not memories, but taking basically taking control because of his stored memory and uh, emotions. But that was kind of cool, and I, I I did find
2: interesting the. The end of Alice being so. What did you just do? And not not having seen this side of this Doctor before. Yeah. Because it is in line with. Well, he gets moping the next issue. That what he did wasn't very in line with not only the Doctor, the Eleventh Doctor, of doing whatever it takes to save so many right. people. Right. agree. And her shock of. Oh my gosh! You did what? And what about Jones? And.
3: That that is one of the things that. Alice grounds this whole arc so well. Well, and and this particular linchpin of the story justifies the speediness with which we wrapped up this particular part of the arc. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. Because the comment that I just made is like, wow, you came up with this phenomenally unstoppable villain, and then we didn't really dwell on
0: them. And then you stopped them.
3: But then you stopped them in... <sighs> pretty a, much right away. A, yeah. Pretty a Right away, logical, needed to happen, and you did it in such a way that it wasn't a... a Uh, you know it wasn't the big gun that you came up with you came up with this ideology that is what you know broke it down and stopped it but at what cost and it was just like oh man the gut punch of this when when alice says you know so they all saw you know what they each saw a god a god of their own choosing what happens now what happens when one of them says my god is real and i saw it and the other says no my god is real and i saw it how many wars start then and the doctor's simple response of i can't be everywhere.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just well, that devastating. devastating. I think it's yeah. the, the cool thing about Alice's statement there too is the fact that she makes a statement that resonates through earth history. I mean, how many wars have been how many wars have been started over the belief system of, of one army versus another? I mean, there's been hundreds. And so I mean, we've had the crusades, we've had, you know, I mean even still we're still fighting that type that. of war. And I think I like the fact that that the Doctor says I can't be everywhere uh, at once because it's almost as if each of those wars are kind of a fixed point that really they have to play out the way they do, and the Doctor realizes that. But the gut punch is the fact that you realize that the Doctor can't do anything about it. And that he's
3: the one that started it.
0: Exactly.
2: And and it also speaks to human nature so much that – even the doctor's meddling can't prevent that sort of thing yeah. because he can't be everywhere at once. And that's what humans do. Yeah. We fight wars over uh, gods that people believe in and others don't. And it's, it's just an impactful scene. And then the very end of the doc- uh, doctor, where's Jones? I don't know. And then that – I didn't realize <laughs> – I I kind of had forgotten until that line of Jones was mis- mixed up with – yeah. The, the, the crowd and that, and then it just, oof. well, because it partly <laughs> because
3: we get such a quick resolution to it that, you know, and there's, Oh, they, they returned to the cybership. They repaired it. They flew away. They're like, Oh, don't come here. You know, and just everything's that that that's the, you know, the, the other shoe drops. The, Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's interesting too, that for as good, I don't want to say as good as detailed and rich as the artwork was in the previous issue. That this one is not. It's very stark. It's very barren, and and part of that I imagine is the artistic choice because we're dealing with what has now been <laughs> comet blasted. <laughs> you know, there's there's, a, there's right, a reason for it, right.
2: <laughs> even avoiding what they did.
3: But I think it lends to the story punch. Well, and it, it, the, it
2: gets it starts off almost the same color saturation, and as the story progresses, just gets darker and darker yeah. and
0: bluer and bluer. Yeah, it very much reflects the image of of the storytelling and what's yeah. what's happening in the story. And then we move to another story arc called The Comfort of the Good, which I thought had a lot of potential. And then they started it off with a very mopey, regretful doctor. And then the TARDIS runs off. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, huh. Nobody's really ever kind of that's a, that's a new thing tackled
3: this. <laughs> he's lost her before. Yeah, he's flushed her out, airlocks, dropped her off, airplane dirigibles, <laughs> <laughs> bobbed her in the ocean. But the never has she, she on her,
0: left on her own. Not that which I'm aware interesting. of. Interesting. Um, and even more interesting is the fact that the TARDIS is gone, and he he sort of explains that when a TARDIS you know no longer can trust the Time Lord, it goes off to find the next Time Lord it goes off to find another Time Lord yeah which leaves the begs the question where do you go when there are no more Time Lords (laughs) (laughs) and I think that's answered really well and I actually like the direction they went with that that the TARDIS went to the next closest thing it could associate to a Time Lord and that's the uh, what's the guy's name Uh, the uh, I always want to say that yeah Yeah, I always want to say Caretaker it's a Talents Town yeah (laughs) Who is uh, masquerading as a time lord? Um, but once we got first these pers- first half a dozen pages or so, I thought it was kind of cool how they they they're they're trying to they're using entity in order to connect to Jones, who is in some sort of astral or metaphysical world at this yeah. point because he had been uh, overtaken. Um, and then and the, I I thought that the, the visualization of that was really good. Just the soaring through, you know, yeah. you know and then enjoying this two-page. Yeah, really gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. gorgeous. When well, he starts off in some attic somewhere with and a what doctor. Is he, what do is a, a fourth doctor's <laughs> scarf. Yeah, I thought that was bizarre. But. Uh, now, th- 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 are, is there I think David it Bowie, is. I think it's a nod. Yeah. Is,
3: is a nod there a yes. David Bowie fan who can go, no, Bowie wore a scarf just like that on stage. <laughs> or is it just a nod? <laughs>
0: And and then he steps out of this cloud ship after he's been contacted and returned. There's and been
2: some nice references leading up to that. The heck is that? To the man who fell to earth. Yes, the, the film. Boa and I know May.
0: that's what they're going for, but I don't. I don't know how close that design. I've has, never seen has, the movie. Has Jones? No, it is. It's very similar, but has Jones got? That's my problem with it. Is if it's it, if it's simply a nod, it doesn't work well because. He looks very alien in this.
2: I I got the impression that he was absorbed. So, the astral plane stuff, he had been absorbed into the entity. Okay. And so, this is him being melded with the entity coming out of it. And so, the Jones part of him coming out, and that's all the uh, uh, tubes and extra stuff, and why he looks so weird and different is that he's entities. sort of carrying the entity he still with him, has the so. entity with okay him. I'll, I'll buy that it's still a part of because this point.
0: the problem that i have is he talked they, they they drive they finally drive home the chameleon aspect of jones which really kind of fixes a lot of my problems with every comic book he's in a different character different outfit but i've always thought that was still more of a grounded down to earth idea that he's a chameleon and he changes outfits and costumes and things like that which to me is very David Bowie in in, in retrospect as well. But when it comes out like this, I thought now are they trying to drive home the fact that now he's gone through some sort of transformation where he really is a chameleon or am I am I reading more into that than what and maybe maybe explanation is is even better than what I was trying to reach for at some
2: point. Cuz cuz it what he says also when he comes out uh, I sang to it, Doctor. I sang a song about love, such an old-fashioned word, about caring for things about the edge of the night, and how this is the la- our last dance, this is ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice Queen reference. Uh, queen and Bowie. Yes. yes.
0: That's a, That's also a Bowie song.
2: Uh, and Then Joan saying we like the song, or uh, Ark saying we like the song, yes, yes you did. Now the entity realizes now that we're not after it. It was the two mind-melding together to make the entity no longer combative.
0: Okay, yes. I'll buy that. I like that. That's good. That, they, they, that they, settles they, my... They, they, they healed each other. Yeah, they, they formed a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, yeah. That, that helps. I like that. Good show, Keith. Good show. Thank you. Thank you.
3: The man who fell to Earth, there's no spaceship.
0: Right. Oh,
3: you you, I, you I, don't I, see the spaceship.
2: I've to watch it several times, and uh, he fell to it's Earth. very <laughs> tricky. Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
3: You might have to do some stuff that looked like The spaceship in order to get it, but it
2: <laughs> I did not Glenn you mentioned how you kind of Liked how it ended I did not like The very last panel The very last page Why not? Because I have not been the subscriber of that woman was the doctor's mother.
0: That was going to be my question for you. They Do you think this they, woman looks like the woman that's in the end of the time? They want us to think that. They want us to think that. I think they want us. See, to think I, that. I didn't. think, I think she they so did, much did. I think, look think they like drew her well enough. Especially when you could, go into the next story and you see this panel. Let
2: me get to that panel. I, I don't. I don't think.
3: For me, I'm to remember the end of time.
0: I'll, I'll be honest. She I, didn't have gray hair for one thing. Oh, so had, she had. She was a brunette. She I was never, an older woman, but she obviously cluttered. I
3: oh, never right. associated this particular physical image with that the, woman. The image okay. of but I've woman also enemy. never one hundred percent bought into the even though it's been. It's always all been but specu-
0: well. It's been. It's always been very heavily and with some good authority speculated.
2: Didn't RTD flat out say it in the writer's tale? He he says in, a, in so. the writer's
0: tale that that was the. Implication he was it trying was to give, he never actually out and out says it was his mother. Ah. He he said he go, he he says everything but say yeah, it was yeah. actually his mother.
2: So I, I I immediately thought of her, and so I wasn't very pleased with that because I've never subscribed to that idea. Now you do bring up great points that I can uh, excuse, and I can also just kind of. Wave it away, because it is the talent scout behind yeah, it, yeah. and so he could have. Who knows where he got that image well, from? And
0: I, I'm I'm fine with the. Uh, I, I've talked about this before, and when we delve into some of the side trip or uh, what they call the yeah side trips, side steps, um, in the book universe, they that crew went so far as to say that you're really not born of. In, in Time Lord society, after a certain point in their, their history, in their ancient history, they no longer could reproduce. And so what they did is they what created a loom system. And you were essentially... you were kind of like a man of steel? Yeah you, were, yeah, you were plucked off of a loom. And that was that was your birth. They you had devised a way to continue society. And between the loom and the regenerations, that's part of the reason why Time Lords are granted What an interesting idea. It, it, I, haven't, I don't know that much about the it. other than a peripheral lifted. reading that, I, that I've read. But it's heavily drawn upon in Lungborough, which we'll eventually get to. Unfortunately, that's at the very end of it. But it, 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 was, it was it was sort of dropped and, and built upon throughout that. Unfortunately, by doing just something like this. The idea like of the thread of
3: life. And the, I, I like by, the imagery by, of that.
0: By doing yeah. this, that's completely a step away. But we can't just say this is the only time they've stepped away from that because of the fact that um, the doctor in Nuhu has dropped the idea that well, I was a father once. I was a grandfather yeah. once. and but in this in the uh, listen episode just last season, the doctor is a young boy is in bed, and you hear his parents. I think we're even led pretty solid evidence that it's his parents. So they've they've sort of done away with that sidestep idea. In, in that sidestep idea, not to mention we see the master as a young child in in series we're, we're, three. We're the, so. In that idea, were they plucked out as fully grown? So, yeah, that I don't know. I believe so, yes. Because I believe the if, answer is yes to that. If,
2: if if they were infants when they were plucked out, they were given. They could be given the surrogate families, and it could be adopted. Parents.
0: Something that I read implies to me that they were full grown, by it the time could they also.
3: If you want to try and make your head canon accept both. Then I, I there could be lineage in there. Somewhere. I hate to go to Man of Steel for this. <laughs> maybe one of the reasons the doctor himself is such a renegade is because he does get it from his parents that maybe he was natural born versus oh. other time lords that.
0: And I've seen there. that implied in speculation so, as well. So, you know, well, the,
3: maybe it's not the time Lord society says you can't reproduce, but there's we, one of those. You shouldn't. Obviously
0: we we've way, gone but. down a path that we know very little about because <laughs> we'll get there eventually, but there's also some, this is a deep there's rabbit hole. There's some implications that the doctor is as old as Rassilon and Omega as well, but, We'll, we'll, we'll delve into that when we yeah. do some of the sidestep stuff. Anyway, but back so... To <laughs> back to this. Back to this. <laughs>
3: You're right. I don't necessarily buy that this is his mother. Right. But it was, well, it was I, fine enough you know, for, for I, what it was. The, the, I have
0: to accept the fact that the, uh, the talent scout is. must have taken his mother's true form because he recognizes her. Yeah, he calls her mother, mother. Yeah. So questioningly. But I have to imagine this is what his mother would have looked like. if he If he enough qualifies it by saying mother at the end of that story... And believing it for the first part of this story, or somewhat believing it for the first part of this story, or believing that that image was his mother, then I have to accept the fact that he, you know, I, again, the comics aren't within the grounds of continuity either. for, yes, for the most part, technically, they're they're their own side steps. But uh, I think we, I think we take continuity within the comic books a little more seriously now than we do some of the stuff in the past that was oh, done. Oh yeah. You know other media they're, because they're trying harder. A lot well, to and a lot sure of this is is, is these are going con, con, congruently congruently. These are going congruently with the series congruent with the BBC's concurrent? blessing and the congruent
2: congruent or concurrent
0: Concur- okay, they're going concurrent. They're going whatever the there proper word we'll is. They'll be doing both. Okay, they're going concurrent to what's happening in the real se- in the in the se- or with the series right now. Whereas the materials that were done in the wilderness years, when you include comics and books and anything else, everybody was having their own die ideas and branching right. out, and they just held on to a license. Whereas I think there might be a little more oversight to the comics nowadays, even though they also have a license, and a bit of liberties with it as well. I think there's a little more oversight so that they aren't completely...
3: It would have been an interesting question um, for maybe Paul Cornell in that how how, how do you, when you you sit down to write for a comic book that is licensed, as Doctor Who is, knowing that you're coming up with something that you're telling this great story, but that there's that kind of overlooming, it's not canon, you know... Yeah. Is, is that maybe something frustrating that you you have to fit it within this particular set of guidelines? Right. You're only allowed to tell this kind of story, this kind of story, this kind of story because you can't flat out contradict anything in in the this, in this show. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, you have to play within this ballpark. But at the same time,
2: you know, you, some things you write could later be contradicted. I exactly. also think
0: that that the, the team that works on the comic books probably are self policing so that they don't. Come up with something so far out there that it would be hard to explain or, or at least oh, sure. figure yeah, out yeah, a way to, so. to tangibly connect the two. So,
3: Yeah, and I don't think you'd want to. I mean, I don't think yeah, – I, I think that would probably hurt the comic. More we're also now
0: <laughs> delving into this a little deeper than we should do because this is really just a few pages later resolved when it's, when it's, 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 shown, it's, it's shown that it's the um, – well, he even talent says, scout. he
3: says, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're no Time Lord. You're not my mother either. You're just a talent scout taking another shape. That's on page three. yeah So it's a quick, you know, turnaround that he, he was hit with that imagery. And honestly, it wasn't until that line that my brain made the genuine connection that this is the Time Lord who showed up all the way back in, oh. in, in issue one. Yeah. 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 That there was like. It was the talent scout losing at the time. And, and, and agreed. kind of, yeah. again, being reminded that we're still dealing with this one narrative thread that has run through. And then it hit me how geniusly this is written. Because that's all Matt Smith's seasons were. Is oh, yeah. We're absolutely. following through with that. We're still dealing with this, with the crack, absolutely. or with this, or with that. Well, now we're dealing with the talent scout. And here it is in episode one. And you didn't see it, but it was there all the way up through the end. And I just went, Wow. This is so
0: cool. I think the other thing that I really, I think that this was really kind of a capstone for the whole story arc. For that reason, and for the fact that I think Alice, for the first time, is now getting to see some, what what has, she has been going through with her mother recently dying. She's now getting to see that through the doctor, and I and think that's that. why they, yeah, they're flipping it, and I think that's why they they really put the doctor through that very. Harsh, you know, mopey, being so down on himself and so down on on, on and having him turn being bad with, yeah, exactly. The, I think it's yeah. one of those things that I that that Alice is actually getting a lesson out of this as well. And I think that by the time we get to the end of this, we've come full circle with Alice's character as well, as far as that initial storyline that we'd set up with her at the very beginning, because she was very emotionally damaged. She was very mopey. She was very, you know not ready to step out of her comfort zone. She was, I mean, it was, and now it's really given Alice a chance to kind of come to terms with it. I'm sorry. I'll spit on you. Come to terms <laughs> with everything that has, you know, has happened to her in her life leading up to this. I loved
3: the, uh, when, when he's just standing there in the rain, devastated after having been thrown out and you know, what else could he do? Doctor, I need you to do something for me. When I say run, Run. run. <laughs> and just, just the complete flip yeah. that she's yeah, now... They've, they've switched roles.
0: Such a nice job with that.
3: And, and not just for the craziness of, you know, running, but the idea of, I've lost everything, I've lost my home, why are we running? Because you've had your world fall down and I know it's hard to get back up again, but I know you, doctor, and you think on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> Did Moffat get a byline? This is,
0: this is this so sounds like Doctor Who, Yeah, which I, gives well. him the idea. Who was this? This was uh, Al Ewing, Rob Williams, Simon Fraser, and Gary Caldwell. They all came together for this one. <laughs> really worked this one out. Um, and, and as far as the Alice closure as well, I think it was really cool that he took her back to that night. Where her his mom, oh, her mom was, so, oh, yeah. was the watching the was watching Jones perform. I thought that was so amazing.
2: Oh, and I I'm I'm pleased with how they dispatched the, the talent scout.
0: Yeah, I, I think they well, wrapped it all up there. And, and wrapping and the, arc story up as well. Yeah, yeah, by 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 making the entity one again.
3: They, they, it turns out that they were you know part of that same right. And, and it, it 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 again again full circles everything, and it's really well.
2: It just wraps absolutely everything. And up. It and there are been, no holes. It it is, it's so well,
3: yeah.
0: It could have easily been a rush job to to finalize things before the the fourth four Doctor event comes out, and, but it doesn't feel like that. It no. feels like they really had this uh, thirteen story, Fifteen, 15 story, um, yeah, that's right, fifteen yeah. story arc set up, and they really had it outlined. And then they just kind of filled the gaps in as they went with with interesting storytelling, and so I, I, I kudos to the team for for being able to place that together. That was really good, and the fact that um, Alice decides that you know she she is ready to travel. yeah she's not. I, I, I love
2: how it ends on that optimistic yeah. note of we're moving forward, we're getting past this, we're doing great things together. It, it, it gets her out of. I think next the next season, if you call them these seasons, it will really give. Alice a chance to be a more full-fledged companion. Agreed. Whereas
0: she was... We won't have all that emotional baggage that we were yeah, dealing with. Yeah, we won't
2: for it, It's, it's kind of like Amy in season six. While there's some emotional baggage, she's a bit more companion. Agreed. Or uh, Clara in season eight, where there's emotional stuff that's going on with her, but the plot element of hinging on her is moved on.
3: Agreed. I am... Uh, but
2: she was such great emotional... Level and I hope they continue that her being the emotional balance yeah. in the run.
3: I, I I have nothing but very very high praise for Alice through this whole run. She she's been great and I I, I like the fact that she's an older companion for not you know not evil and old but it just that she's older than what we <laughs> Evelyn true. would take offense at that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, not what we've come to 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 get, but uh, middle aged middle aged age companion yeah. there. Russell, we'll say we'll say it that way. Um, now, I do have one next on the artwork. Art I liked this. I liked it all the way around. I thought it was very good. However, there's this one panel right before when uh, the doctor's getting the TARDIS back and he's doing the mind meld with her. And we get this kind of great two-fold with everybody tumbling out of the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. I know what your complaint's going Do you know be. what my
2: complaint is? I know exactly what your complaint's going to be.
3: Look closely at that panel. There's no poem again.
2: <laughs> Wait, there's a body. Hold
3: on. Zoom in on your monster tablet there. Oh, all the between way between five and nine. There's a tiny, tiny little body. Oh, all the way in the back.
2: If we if we assume this is ten, not yeah. eleven.
3: No, that's definitely ten.
2: That's got to be
3: nine. That's seven because of the umbrella. 8. Six, five, five, 4. four.
2: Three, Three, two, two one.
3: one. All right, he's got to be eight then. Yeah. He's in there. He's just eight. really, really small. All right, I'll retract my complaint. Tiny, tiny,
2: tiny. We can complain that he's so small. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Paul McGinnis. I, 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 I was noticing that he wasn't there either. Yeah, I see him now. Yep. Yeah. And it wasn't until zooming in.
3: I wasn't I wasn't happy about that. Alright,
0: so he's gonna <laughs> retract he's gonna retract it slightly. I'm gonna retract it
3: slightly. Well because it, it almost felt like a what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say that Doctor Who the movie's not continuity? And I was all set and ready to have that argument with this artist. <laughs> I had a letter drafted, but okay, so I'll, I'll retract that.
2: Anything else about uh, I don't
0: the think lens, so. Dr. Let's on? move on to twelve. Um, we have done the first two we have that done we, uh, yeah, listed we had a couple listed on the schedule and we later re- realized that we had actually done what uh, I we, did that for our listener's benefit if we they want to go back and re we certainly them, could re- recap it just a little bit I went back bit, and re-read the first two just to refresh sure on it um, because the third story that in this one is a wrap up of the first two which we did we didn't have at the time of our our last time we reviewed so um, but I did the same and um
2: I liked how it, uh, the, the the story and the art. There was there was a lot I liked about this.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you what I really liked is the fact that we had a sort of realization that things had to play out the the the, the way they are. That that dad had to go back to his universe, and that yes, uh, yes, in order for things to be right. And I love that twelve of all people said, eh. No, we don't. <laughs> we, we, we can make it work. We'll make it work.
3: Well, and with taking it on himself. Yes, the, I, which,
2: I, I will make sure this works. And yeah.
0: Well, which even even to the to the last of saying that. Uh, what do you say? Uh, we did well. No, no. We
3: Well, you looked at it just kind of as a brief recap where we last left our, our cast of players yeah, right. is we had the astronaut oh, who uh, had lost his family and figured out that he through the multiverse, physicist. he was a physicist, that's what it was, that he could break through into our dimension and find out that the same family had lost him. Yeah. So he was kind of hoping that this would become us. And then there are these uh, entities, the fractures, which are kind of like the Reapers uh, from alternate, alternate well, from the void, well, from, from the, void. Th- from the time. From the void, I mean, yeah. like the reapers from the time that are coming in to police stuff up. That the the fractures are the ones from the void that are trying to keep yeah. things apart, and uh, that you know, well, it's not actually going to work as well as we thought it were, or he thought it would anyway, because now things are are well, all hell is
0: breaking, all void is breaking <laughs> loose. All void is breaking
2: loose. I, I absolutely, I really liked because in issue two. The doctor kind of abandons everyone and goes to deal with some things, including the spacesuit. Um, yeah. By <laughs> dropping it into a star. And I absolutely, 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 probably one of my favorite panels of the entire run. Is the one of his eyebrows, and <laughs> yeah, then we are in it's, even it's greater almost, danger it's than I thought. Almost
0: the exact same shot. He did, the they did such a good job the doctor. Oh, I've yeah. enjoyed the art in this so much yeah. throughout
2: it, and that was just like, oh, yes.
0: Um, I actually found it. It's when the doctor finally sonics the, the gap closed and leaves the dad on this side, and it's uh, Kate asks him, I don't understand. How does this resolve the situation? Won't the fracture just come back for him? And uh, then you get the the fracture that says no, uh, kind of a flashback. No, oppose us, and all the power of existence will be against you, against you, doctor. And the doctor says no, not for him. So we know that there's going to be some repercussions. Mm-hmm. That the, now the void is the void police <laughs> are actually going to be tracking the doctor now. So the, the dad and the family will be safe, but the do- doctor now has opened a door that he'll be running from for quite a while. And and it also gives us an opportunity next season to bring the Void back in and actually, for for all of these that really kind of closed out their arcs, we don't know so much with 10 yet because we still haven't gotten that. And we're not quite done with 12s either. Right. Well, yeah, but they, we, they obviously don't show up in the next story. Yeah. But, but we don't know what's coming after That's that. what I'm saying yeah. is, oh, 12 has more season to go? I, I, I thought they were done with 12. I'm they were going to start. I thought they were rebooting everybody. Or not rebooting. I got the impression starting everyone got, got a 15 episodes. Yeah, everybody's, oh, I think. Oh, okay. Well, These unless okay.
3: they're counting the four, five
0: the five. That's what I sort of four wonder. Doctors. There's five four doctor stories.
3: Well, I wonder maybe if they're going to count those as part of his. That's what I'm. That's, that's what possible. I was speculating. Oh, yeah, on, I didn't. Yeah. I don't. I didn't think. But about
0: anyway, that. it sounds like something that we'll carry over into his next, if we're calling him season season for Yeah. Or or maybe even down the line when we least expect it. So.
3: It was great to see Kate show up.
0: Yep. Again,
3: again.
2: <laughs> her and Clara has such great chemistry. They really together do. In this, I they, think what this, especially does, when they're when they're standing there with, she has the gun and I've got my Sonic, and she's like, mm. she almost doesn't trust Clara, even though she should at
0: this point. I think what this does is satisfactory. Satisfactorily gives us a reason that Clara has a picture of her in uh, unit headquarters. Her Kate, when has, we, a Kate has a picture of Clara. the black yeah, Earth picture Earth, of Clara. Yeah. In the Black oh, Archive, I need to go. I want to go back and look and see if it's the same outfit. You have to presume this takes place either before Day of the Doctor or shortly after, but not after. Um, well, we we get Death the in heaven because uh, like it's definitely before Death in Heaven because Osgood has just switched. She, she's name dropped, and she has just so this switched is after Day of the Doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah so. because they talk about That's that right, in yeah. the in
2: the first
0: part of the second <laughs> issue. <laughs> So clearly, Clara would have gone and had more contact with Kate to, in order to get a picture. So she would have a, a picture. They, although if it takes, this takes place between this, this, place, this wouldn't place, have been an yeah. instance for them to get i I'd love to her. see them
2: do that in the comics. <clears throat> if they eventually <clears throat>
0: jump to eleven and Clara's story, that could easily <coughs> be oh, what they do. Me. Of course, it certainly would. I think if they do do it, they should do it in in such a big fashion that it can be accepted so that when moffat leaves that uh, string if, if that dangling that back if, we can say okay you know well if he leaves it dangling if, if then we can, we can say well here the comics fix that if he does resolve it they do it vague enough in the comics that it doesn't conflict with yeah. what moffat decides to do it
3: so speaking of some of our favorite panels the one where he's giving the backstory of the uh yeah. the, the rassilon cube yeah um and the, the, the looming image of Ress along behind him. Or Isolation Cube is what they The call it. art in this is just
0: incredible. He calls it so you trapped him in a Rubik's Cube. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I love and, and it. And it felt very much like the end of Flatline the, how he res, how the doctor resolves the issue. Yeah, he it tries was very hard to in talk line to him. Of that, then, yeah.
3: And I, I love his, his his comment on it. Fiendishly difficult to escape from took me the better part of six months. Someone <laughs> locked you up in one? I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> they, they,
2: this writer got twelve voice so down so well.
3: That's okay. what I think I've been so mostly impressed with is that for, for when we first started this and I, I was just marveling at the, well, this was a one-off and this was a four-part arc and I wasn't prepared for that.
1: Right. Right.
3: Each one of these stories has... Uh, each one of these lines has not only nailed the voice of the doctor, but to a certain extent, the storytelling aspects of how they're doing. They're just, it, yeah, we're all part of the same universe, but we're doing our own thing, you know, which is
0: amazing because I still think they were doing a lot of this 12, uh, yeah, you know, 12th doctor stuff while the they were still building air, yeah. season, season nine or season eight. Yeah. So in order to be able to really give us that same era feel of storytelling And the personality of the doctor, and for it to come across the way it does in these stories, is is amazing to me. Um, Let's move on these next two because, (laughs) truthfully, these were my favorite. (laughs) The only—I was really worried you wouldn't like. Only problem that I had with it is, I wish they had just used Frank Sinatra, (laughs) Dean Martin, Sammy (laughs) Davis Jr., and not feel compelled to change the names for. Well, the they, they, they obviously the had. I think they had issues for copyright. Yeah, issues. absolutely. Especially since they these are done in the UK. If these comics were done in the UK, I don't think they would have batted an eye of doing it. They would have just gone and done it. Unfortunately, these are published in the United States, and our copyright laws are much more stringent, much more strict, and much more constrictive. And so, I think they really felt like they just needed to step outside and say, "Well, these are different. This is just a different name." Same thing with the the David Bowie idea.
3: Real quick before we switch over, the little comic strips at the end.
0: I haven't of these. been reading those. I haven't either. You haven't either. I read one or two, and it just they're not my cup of tea. They're a little too out there. They,
3: they, they give the one at the end of this issue a try. It's called the board games.
0: Oh, I did read that one. I did read that one.
3: It really incapul- in, for me encapsulates what the Doctor and Claire's relationship probably is <laughs> between television adventures it's this
0: he uses an 11th Doctor device with the 12th Doctor's character yeah basically <laughs> it really yeah, I, I I did see. I there, occasionally I'll read the first panel, and if it hooks me, then I'll go through in that. I, one. I I
3: feel compelled to keep reading them, even though it's like, eh, it's, and I, I I honestly I kind of miss the old Titan gags. I, I wonder what happened with the the, the minifig yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the stories that we were getting. Well, I think they're
0: with. they're discontinuing the line, so they probably are just getting. Oh, is that why? That's what I, I I read that somewhere. That's ah. not that wasn't official, but I read that somewhere that, that hmm. Titans g- focusing more on. The other client. areas, yeah, <laughs> and not and and less on the the vinyl thing. That would
3: probably explain why we haven't seen any at work in a good long. <laughs> yeah, <hour>. yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, again, that was hearsay, but that's not official. So, so we next week when nine. the line comes out, don't go. Well, Glenn said that they weren't going to do it anymore <laughs> because I've only read that. So it's we're superficial. on nine, right?
3: I have to go back to my other.
0: Yeah, I had to. I had to jump into. Yes. Wait. So. And the the Fractures, and was, the fractures the were, was
3: eight.
2: What Was the one you were talking about, the after comics? Yes. Okay. I that
0: one no. One. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that was it's just a side note. Not important. doesn't tie in with anything, yeah. but it's, it, I thought it was a lot of fun. I,
2: I found the story arc really fun. And it's...
3: The Fractures or... Uh, this one. Uh, this uh, new the, one. The Vegas. The Vegas. Oh, the Vegas one. Ganglands, Gangland.
0: Gangland's part one and two. I uh, loved these. These were so cool. And... So, so wait, hey, before we... They did such
2: did. a good job they, if, It still feels very Twelfth Doctor throughout the entire. It really does. It's amazing. Even the setup of him telling the story of this gun, and then for Earth, bang! What?
0: Sometimes in Series Eight, there's a few times that the Doctor really feels like he's enjoying himself. I think through Series Eight, there's times where the Doctor feels like I could be doing something better. I should be doing something different now. I'd rather be doing something different now. And then there are particularly more. Uh, M- M- Mummy on the Orange Express. I really get the impression from oh the, yeah the, that the portrayal he that he's having a ball. That he's yeah. finally okay. This is one that's you know on my level. You know that kind of thing. And this in the comics is was another one of those words. Where I felt like the Doctor really was. He said, "Okay, now I'm in my element. I really enjoy what I'm doing right now." And it comes across. <clears throat>
3: So, so, first of all, we get this backflash story of, of the, the Hyperion War. Hyperion War, yeah. Mad <clears throat> props to the artist for giving us some very cool villains. Yeah. And that, a nice mixture. And a nice mixture. It's not your standard. We've got a, a Zygon and an Ice Warrior and a Sontaran and a, a, a Silurian. So so, yeah, so and a Jadun. And did you notice a half? Okay. And a Whisperman. Yeah. We got a half. Yeah. And a Whisperman. The,
2: the one-off... No, it wasn't Whisperman. It was... Uh, or is he from... Uh, is he from Occitan? He's from Akatan Yeah, it's not Whisperman. It's the Akatan guy. Yes, it, yeah. is, it is. It is, yep. So that's that, the one that uh, kind of struck me of those 2 We're like, wow. You... I
3: mean, they're in the back, but you know it's like, cool. So we get this phenomenally cool story of Rassilon defeating... Uh, these, these giant brain squids. See now it's gonna lock up and not gonna it. it keeps kicking me out of <laughs> my program again. With this Rassilon Roulette is pretty much what they <laughs> called it with a, with a time gun. That shoots a time bomb and just it doesn't just kill you, it annihilates you from all of history. <laughs> you never Which, existed.
0: Does that sound familiar, Keith? A little bit. Engines of War?
3: Oh, oh, yeah. That yeah. was
0: the technology that the Daleks yeah, was trying yeah. to harness that the Time Lords already had. Da, 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 we're not da, using da, it. Da, 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 <laughs> it's very early on that we figured that out. Okay. So, so you guys got an extra this, little giggle out of this, that. I yeah, believe. this even does the... Yeah, I went, aha, I know that. <laughs> it's at least the same technology. Just so, yeah, exactly. The, format. And that, the technology is familiar. <laughs> and steampunky.
3: I love the fact that the gun looks steampunk.
0: I love that the doctor... After some chiding from Clara, and even maybe some fiendish trickery, trickery convinces (laughs) the doctor to gamble. And because he's using logic and numbering and and dice counting and everything, because he's so smart, he's winning. And he ends up like uh, (laughs) $300,000 up over the house. And of course, then they take him up to the mob boss that owns the casino. And when the wolf, quote unquote, wolf pack... Which is really yeah, that, pack. that pack? Every time the Frank Dino or Sammy character spoke, I heard their voices in my oh, head. So did I. And they were, and and they, the the voices were written in the story, very much in the way that they would have. Yeah. They spoke. It was so well done. So well done. And twelve. Going back to the gambling real quick. Of all
2: of the doctors, twelve would totally play craps. Yeah. <laughs> no, I cannot imagine anybody else pulling that off the way he yeah, did. I, I, I
3: can imagine 11 attempting to play.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That'd be completely different.
3: <laughs> and he would never have won. <laughs> he would never. Maybe accidentally thrown the dice onto another table. <laughs> Probably a roulette table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it feels well, Peter, very it Oceans 11. 11, not new Oceans 11. This feels very 1960s. Frank Sinatra, yeah. Dean Martin. Sammy Davis Jr., uh, Peter or
3: uh, uh, Lawford, uh, Peter
0: Lawford. Yeah, I don't have to go through the whole thing, yeah, but it really feels like that, that era of 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 just kind of caperish, you know. Not, oh not, yeah, not, not really a um, heist, but a caper, you know. Just to put, a, put a name on it—a kind of a caper film.
2: <laughs> 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 the, the the panel of them running and the the laser beam just. It feels, it feels like it's it's right for them, but whizzing it also by. feels very uh, yeah whizzing by. Uh, feels very Scooby Doo.
0: Oh, it did, but I was perfectly fine <laughs> it, with it. It totally fits it with the just story. Felt that's felt like happening. It. Oh, it did. It's just it's a fun romp with a wonderful cliffhanger. Wonderful cliffhanger.
3: And I, I like the. Uh, I, I didn't know how you see. This was one of the things I was terribly concerned about. Is that you would feel the Hyperians were anthropomorphized. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because they're essentially squids
0: or octopuses, uh, you know,
3: brainy squids <laughs> with legs.
0: Sort of. No, that, it didn't really bother me, and I think because that's a common alien theme. They, they not almost to mention, have a bit world not world to mention, they have kind of, of this claw thing going on, and they they riding these little repulsor lifts. And I, I didn't really, I didn't really have it. Because a... what
3: I really liked about it is that we we were also very. It, it, at least in my mind, it was playing an homage to War of the Worlds and Mars Attacks, and yeah, and a little the, bit. The, the, yeah, we, we've got these things is. in kind of. Well, there are so many references in the beginning
2: around. of uh, Roswell and stuff like that yeah. that really helps build to
0: that uh, idea.
3: I love how the Doctor adds a hat to his ensemble. <laughs> to uh,
0: <laughs> oh, you're going out like that, he makes her change. <laughs> And then he just adds a hat to his, <laughs> and suddenly he's 1960s Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> and it works. It, it works.
1: It's a very classic style.
0: I really enjoyed the bodyguard story, too, that's going, the kind of the subplot here. The guy that was the bodyguard oh, because yeah. he had thrown a fight. And so they said they're going to set him up and, and, and fix him up. And, of course, the revelation at the end of that, that he's actually been uh, an SCI agent yeah. working Undercover was even better, and of course, I'm jumping quite ahead. We haven't got to ten yet. There are just so many layers issue. in this story. There are. There's lots of layers that in this you story. don't expect to pay off as well as they do. I would agree. I would agree. Um, it's
3: it's very reminiscent in a way of one of my favorite um, Deep Space Nine episodes, where there's a, a. I think I may have mentioned it before. There's a the the the, the Lounge singer from Vegas program that's in the hollow suite, and there's apparently a jack in the box that's designed to keep the program interesting. Well, once they kind of determine that he's sentient, they leave the program running all the time. So, this jack in the box happens far earlier than it's supposed to, and gangsters come in and buy out the casino, and they're changing everything, and nobody likes it. But the only way to reset it is to either reset it and thus reset him, or to solve the problem in scenario. So we do get an Ocean's Eleven heist where they have to go in and in solve scenario. the problem. And it's done very almost playfully tongue-in-cheek for you know what should be a very serious Star Trek episode. And you get these great slow motion of everybody wearing tuxes, including Worf. And it's hysterical. <laughs> this reminds me of that tonally. That. Yeah. That it's, it's, I would it's, agree. I would it's agree. not I a farce. Episode too. But it's a send-up. It's a send-up. Send-up. Yeah. And it's a very well-done one.
0: I do love that in the next story when they're trying to figure out where the Hyperians are living. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you pick the most obvious. They have the Cosmos Casino that looks like an old-style rocket ship. It's like, of course that's where yeah, they would yeah, be hiding. Yeah, of course. In plain sight, nearly. And then we get, that's when we get the backstory of the bodyguard who was a back boxer. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. throws the fight for the, he doesn't want to, but he throws the fight for his, for his family and for the mob. And then and I, I,
3: I love how they captured in, in that moment when he, he punches out the alien and then the, he's, he's, you know, talking with the doctor. The doctor knows what's going on. And he immediately jumps into that guest companion of the weak mode where he's oh, not asking yeah. questions yep. other than the pertinent, how do we defeat it? You know, it's not, how do you know all this? It's right. not the, okay, yes. And I, I just... Works so well. It does work, and, and, really and Clara cool. gets some great action
2: after the uh, they get kidnapped and tied up, and she gets some some very nice man of action, almost Doctorish stuff to do. It's it's I really appreciated the fact that they separated the two. They've been separating these two a lot because it's been kind of a trend in the series of exploring Clara as a doctor, and they're continuing that here, which I really appreciate
3: which again interesting that they're able to do that considering you you have to wonder how much of the the floor print was laid out for them we're going to do uh, kind
2: of a outline for the for series 8 so they kind of know that they were working with that
0: I love this panel right here this is <laughs> this the this is best. the total send, this up, to is Mars the send up to Mars attack to all of those 1960s of the Worlds. Pulp, horror sci-fi uh, Comics and pulp novels and all of the all that was going on at that time. This is very much in, in league with that. I think it's so beautiful. So this is one of the first ones in. I've moved on to ten. Ten. Yeah. yeah, it's page sixteen and seventeen. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit ways
2: in. Which
3: speaking really quickly of covers. When I this first saw this one on the, the newsstand, I did not like it. I thought, what are we doing? What is with it? But then, and then it, when you read the context, story, you went, it, it is
0: so perfect. perfect. I agree. Yeah, I completely agree.
3: It's one of my favorite covers
2: we've gotten.
0: And then, of course, we wrap okay, back so around at the 10. end of this story. We wrap back around to what was set up <laughs> on Roulette. Yep, on Roulette. And very acceptable, plausible finish to this oh i love the finish no I loved especially that knowing that rassilon was an advantage player and would <laughs> oh, have done that oh yeah like, absolutely so rassilon and the doctor knowing that that's the case i loved that
2: i i love the fact that it wasn't a chance
0: yeah there was it was it was
2: ocean's 11 <laughs> it was set up the whole time there the, was a plan and the very last line she, me, never. Well, I just,
0: I did it my way. <laughs> I did it my <laughs> And they're singing in the background way. at the same time. It's,
2: I have oh. to say, 11 and 12's runs have been so solid throughout this entire time. I would agree. Uh, 10 has dipped up and down a little I, bit for I, me. The I, angel line was great. But it's 10 and 12
0: that have been consistently good. For me, <laughs> For me, there were some 11 that early on that I thought, Needed some work. that could have been better. But, the, but from that point on, I think it's been real solid. Well, we should move on to the actual pentacle of why we did our Titans <laughs> comics this week. Because as you listeners know, last weekend or just a few days ago was the Doctor Who comic book day events going on all across America and I hope – and the UK, I presume. And I hope that people actually were able to get out – and get to some of these events. Unfortunately, circumstance being as they were for us, <laughs> we didn't really ever get to partake in anything point. here in, in Topeka. But I think... This um, is also
2: celebrating a whole the first year. Yeah, This has this now been the, a year. We've
0: gone a year. Of Titan Comics. I do a special Doctor event. I think we were all kind of there in spirit as far as the, oh, absolutely. the, the days go. Um, but... This week also released the first issue of five of the Four Doctors story, uh, written by Paul Cornell and apparently inked, maybe, by Neil Edwards. Is that who did the art? Yeah. Or art, yeah. It would have been pencils, not ink. Colorist was Yvonne Nunes, or Nunes, however you pronounce it.
2: This is such an exciting setup. I can't wait to see what happens. Because we start off with the War Doctor... On, vo- on Moranus. Marinus.
3: Marinus. Okay. Marinus. As in keys of. As in keys of.
2: <laughs> Complete with vords. <laughs> Updated. And Updated vords. Com- completely BA vords. A- ba- yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. This is what they were
0: trying to do. Yeah, exactly. This, this is, is what it should have been.
2: This is so cool.
0: Um, and then we cut away. Unfortunately. <laughs> no, I want to see what happens. Unfortunately for me, from that point on, the rest of the story is pretty middling. It, the the it's now, set up. Being the, that's the, that's the problem. Being that I just said up. that, I do recognize that this is an entire setup in order to bring these three guys together. Because we don't the fourth the the war doctor does not show up until I presumably the next episode because he's I don't yeah he's not in
3: he's not in any of the this rest one of this at particular. all except for
0: the, the the very beginning which is a setup for what's going on here. Um, I, was, I thought it was also kind of refreshing to see the Reapers return at the end of this because they have created a paradox. Clara, in every effort to keep the doctors from coming together, knowing that this is going to be a cataclysmic event, going behind their backs to meet up with the companions that we are currently in the run with now. So when we meet Gabby, she meets up with Gabby and Alice. And tries to orchestrate things so that the companions can keep them away from each other, only to have them there listening. <laughs> anyway, and all three showing up, which to me, Clara, in her infinite wisdom of trying to keep them apart, I think she's the catalyst Plastic. for yes. <laughs> for bringing yes. them together. I'm and, <sighs> of course, that creates the paradox. <laughs> And uh, I do I, like the 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 fact that they that twelve and ten start arguing. Which oh, if anybody's going to argue with this it's group, it's going to be those oh, two. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I also love in how... very different personalities. Oh, they're yeah. going to be the ones that argue, and then touching each other accidentally, <laughs> and <laughs> eleven what... being one, being the one going ah. Now that was the Blinovich limitation effect at work. <laughs> it was like almost <laughs> like he knew it was coming.
3: <laughs> Did you? Is um. Is this handles? <laughs> I wondered the same thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Like we just we joined them and just after an adventure where maybe ten picked up handles. And
0: maybe handles has been in the
3: targets the, the only, whole the time. The only
2: thing is that's the old Cyberman face. That's a Cybus Cyberman face.
0: It is a Cybus. It is a Cybus Or later. Uh early, early later. Daughter. Early, later, 11th Doctor Run. <laughs> there you So go.
3: probably not, but probably not could handles. be.
0: I thought the same thing when he was hoisting that head that up over in, I was like, oh. I, I absolutely Maybe. love
2: how Alice and Gabby are kind of like, well, I, I
0: don't know if I've heard you. Very skeptical, yeah. Bang, bang. Okay, yep, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> <laughs> they turned on a dime when a they dime realized. so great. No, well, it's because... The dialogue leads them to there, and it leads them to they, there so nicely. It's like so oh yeah, you might be onto something there. Yeah,
3: well, and you know, sorry if I don't accept that story immediately. What's the box called, the TARDIS? What does he use to sonic screwdriver for everything? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, we got the same guys,
0: same doctors.
2: <laughs> but and the fact that the eleventh Doctor has a monster book where all of his old faces are. <laughs> What did you guys think of the art of this? I thought it was gorgeous.
0: It's, it's st- stunning for everyone except for a, uh, 12, I think. I like think 12 is the – they missed the mark on 12. I think 10 looks like 10. 11 looks very much like 11. 12, it's just not quite there. And I think maybe it's, there's, it's lack of eyebrows. That if they would have gone a not, little heavier with the 12th Doctor's eyebrows, I think it would have got a lot better. For me, uh, the, the weak part of the art comes down with
2: the conversation uh, with the companions, and I kind of had to look and study to figure out between the two panels of Gabby and Clara uh, that do they do, they cut from the three shot to the mid shots of uh, wait is that Gabby or Clara talking?
0: You know, I think, I, I well, I think that it, was a I mistake, mistake. Quite well, honestly, it's, it's I think the, actually. I, I think that's the reason why Clara's hair is shortened in this. Yeah. Because have, Clara's hair is much different. longer than this, especially in the comics that we've been reading. And I think in order to help distinguish the two, I think that they went with the shorter hair for Clara. Because you're right, they have some very – In fact, this, faces this right similar. here is very similar to Clara.
2: Yeah. They almost needed to put Clara in a uh, such a different outfit. To make her stand out more. So it helped you understand who was who. I mean, there's green and, gr- and brown, but it's almost too close. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um,
0: but what I can say about it is it's got some great dialogue. Paul Cornell is no stranger to Doctor Who, and he's no stranger to these three doctors or these companions. Because I think they're very much in line with their tone, their feel, and their character. I think where this falls down and unfortunately it's going this is just going to happen in an issue like this because we're setting up for a 5 week event. Yeah. And so you've got to have some exhibition, you've got to have some setup and that's what this does and I think it does it well. It just unfortunately for after you get to the end it's almost like Is that it? You know, it it, it felt like
2: the ball really starts going, and then we hit the end. Yeah, then you just and
0: and then unfortunately the action doesn't really happen until the end. I mean, there's just there's nothing going on until the the Reapers actually come. Which again, I am so glad. Although Paul Cornell invented the Reapers,
2: yeah, so of course he brought them back. So
0: that's his baby. (laughs) Yeah,
2: if anybody's going to bring them back, it's.
0: Him. Probably didn't but, have to get the BBC's permission at <coughs> all. On that one he yeah. probably has writer arbitrary rights. So, <laughs> but you're are
2: totally right with the voices. Uh, there's so many great lines in this that I was enjoying the banter so much. We reached the end before I realized it. And I was like, yeah. no, no more.
0: Give me yep. more. Yep. <laughs> in fact, this I, I had to go back and look at the page numbers to see if there were as many page numbers in this because it really felt like there wasn't near as many pages in this, yeah. in this as there are in the rest of the series. But there were. There's, there were. Uh, they all they all round out at about 28, 29, or 30 pages. so.
2: But there were two lines that just really, I don't know why, <laughs> but struck home to me. Uh, and I really appreciated. <laughs> when Alice says to 12, I like my doctor. And 12 says, me too. <laughs> In a second, that one over there is going to tell me he's so sorry. <laughs> 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 And that's not a topic on to, uh, uh, 10 that's brought up enough, in my opinion, oh, because everyone say Alan Z is his catchphrase.
0: Well, no, sorry I think, is his catchphrase. I race. think fans dwell on the fact that he's the sorry doctor. He's yeah. always sorry. But they never do it kind of meta. Like they, yeah, they never here. meta it. And I love how
3: Clara slips up, but yes, doesn't catch was, that, it. That was my second bit. Right, hello. Right, well done. And hello again, you. I mean, just, I mean, just hello. Hello for the first time. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: And, and Eleven not even picking up on it.
3: <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Gabby and uh, Alice, with the, when you look like that, it's usually time to run. Usually. Yeah, for mine, too. Yeah, I burn through trainers.
2: <laughs> just the entire dialogue throughout the entire thing is so rich and so great.
0: So bravo, Paul Cornell. Nice start to the series. Yes, I, absolutely. I really can tell I'm going to enjoy it, even though I think this first one's just kind of there. But uh, it's it's going to be a
2: bit hard to review these issue by issue. Yeah.
0: Seeing some of the previews for the next episode or the next issue. uh, Clearly the war doctor will be brought on board very soon.
3: Well, the good news is we don't have to wait all that long because this is a weekly event as opposed to some of the monthly ones that they've been doing. So we get issue two. In fact, uh, by the time you're listening to this, it's already on stands. So you can go pick your copy up and we will be reviewing them week by week by week. So we'll do issue two next week. This is our big
0: lead-up to the Series 9 premiere. premiere yeah. so.
3: And if you uh, were able to go out and uh, uh, hit up a, uh, a comic book store that did some uh, Titan Doctor Who Day stuff, uh, certainly send us a, an email or some pictures or something of uh, what was going on. I would be very curious to know what else was out there Yeah. that, uh, that we didn't get to take advantage yeah. of. Yeah. So.
0: All right, well, with that you've kind of given a little bit of the schedule away. What else is coming up on the schedule?
3: well, what else is coming up on the schedule because, as you said, we're leading up into uh our, our season nine is rapidly approaching I don't know rapidly. I could stand for it to go a little faster actually yeah. um, it'll
0: be here before you know it
3: it will be here before you know it, but uh, we've no, dis- the
0: top con's coming too, and I'm a little nervous about it now <laughs> why no seems like we've got a lot more responsibility at this particular convention than we've ever had, but that's okay. We'll do fine. It'll be, everything will be great. Everything will be smooth.
3: As, as, a football player, as a football coach told one of his players, hell, son, you can't do that. You're in your home state. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Friday Night Who, next week, we are watching the Aztecs, just because it's been a while since we've had a Hartnell story, so I thought, yeah, let's do that one. It's a fun one. Uh, and it's on Netflix. And it's on Netflix. So if you uh, are, are new to the whole Friday Night Who thing and don't realize what we do, come on down and join us at midnight next week for the Aztecs. And we're uh, readily available for a change <laughs> some of the ones we've been doing. Uh, and then we're going to be doing some Big Finish. Uh, so um, we'll be doing uh, The Sixth Doctor in Evelyn in uh, number 60, Medicinal Purposes, and number 78, Pure Pressure. Uh, and Spelled
0: P I P
3: I E R Might P-I-E-R. give a slight spoiler to this location. <laughs> uh, and then um, the Titan comics, which it's not on the schedule, but uh, we're, we're announcing this now that we're doing the next Four Doctors uh, comic next week as well. Uh, on um, the 28th of August is the uh, first three episodes of John Pertwee and Planet of the Spiders, which is another one that's unavailable on DVD. Uh, but it does appear to be available on Daily Motion and Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. Well,
0: and, and we keep saying it's not available on DVD. It's not one of those ones that have drastically fallen off. It must have fallen off recent enough that the the, the price point on it have not gone up. Because about two weeks ago, I picked it up for $36 on Amazon, oh, that's not which is, for a two-disc set, a... That's a
3: little higher, but not much. Yeah,
0: well, it's, it's, it's within the range yeah. of being... Affordable, so yeah. I, I actually had anim- some Amazon credit, so that's why I ended up picking it up. Oh, but good. You know, if I'm going to use Amazon credit, I'm going to do it on something I can knock it down to a manageable price. So. Yeah,
3: um, it is a six-parter, so we're breaking it up over two weeks. So we're going to do one through three uh, on that Friday, then uh, some more big finish. We're going to be doing uh, uh, the Fifth Doctor and Turlow in number seventy-six Singularity, and then we'll pick up the next Perry and Aramim adventure with the Fifth Doctor in number seventy-one, the Council of Nicaea. Yeah. Sure. Uh, You've never then, heard of the Council of Nicaea? I've never heard of the Council That's of Nicaea. That's where
0: the uh, Catholic Church essentially got together and, and uh, established dogma and pretty much the rules for the church. Really? Yeah.
3: I'm not Catholic. Huh? I
0: I'm not I, I, I knew the name Preacher it. Was from. Preacher's son. That was the first council that, that did that. They've done that, I think, once or twice. One of them was called Vatican I and one of them was called Vatican II. where they actually? had
3: cons. That's pretty much what it <laughs> is. It was a big convention. <laughs> a convention.
0: And now, now I say all the Catholics got together. It was just the cardinals and the bishops and the, the pope. But <laughs> did they get postcards? It was, a, it was, the, it was the a, higher ups. It was a cardinal con. <laughs> that should yeah. be the next Hello. one. Hello, my name
3: <laughs> is Cardinal Con. Cardinal Con. <laughs> and then um,
2: it's be held in St. Uh,
0: Louis. Boo! Boo.
3: Could um, be Arizona. Okay.
0: That's true. The football team did go down there and didn't change their mascot. No, I, no, was yeah, weird, I
3: mean, Are there cardinals in Arizona? No. It's no, <laughs> <there's not. laughs> no, there no like there's words. no torrential is here. If for they are, TV they're TV. lost. <laughs> uh, and then um, September 4th we'll finish off Planet of the Spiders for Friday Night with parts 4 through 6. And then episode number 245 will review Planet of the Spiders. Um, that'll Take us. Uh, I'm not going to go too much further. The rest of the schedule is posted, and as Glenn pointed out, we do have um, Top Con coming up as well. Um, uh, right, be, well, actually, the same weekend that the, uh, the Magician Apprentice airs on season nine. So it's uh, the, the schedule's up. You can go look and follow along if you would like to. Uh, but keep in mind that uh, we're, we're doing some big finish now. It might seem like a lot of big finish now, but we're just kind of going to knock some out before we get into season nine. Because obviously, once those episodes start, we're not doing anything but season nine uh, on the show. And so we won't be doing any big finish for a while there, but we should be knocking out, uh, all of the fourth doc fourth doctors, comic books each week between now and the start of season nine. Correct. Yes. So there's going to be one a week. So you can go pick those up fairly easily. And you can probably still up. get issue one someplace.
0: Oh, oh yeah,
2: I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can always
0: get them digitally. Yep.
3: And, Oh, that was something that, um, Real briefly, because I don't know if you guys saw the physical copies of them.
1: Mm-mm.
3: Titan has a really great oh. on, on the back of all of their uh, Doctor Who uh, comics. They've been advertising big finish stuff.
2: Oh, that's oh, really great. every
3: single one of them I've seen has had a big finish uh, uh, ad in the back. That's a great and some information on the, uh, the the subscription costs and different things like that. So uh, that's very cool. There's some good very, very cool there. so. I thought I'd point that out since yeah. we just mentioned Big Finish. But that, as they say, is that.
0: All right. Well, of course, we want to encourage you to continue to support us on Patreon. It helps tremendously with keeping this show on the interwebs. And uh, we you obviously put, can put s- out a very large
3: outlay for server. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you We're for on that. for another year. Thanks to the Patreon <laughs> subscribers.
0: Um, and also you can support us through our Amazon store, uh, you can click on our Spreadshirt link and buy Traveling the Vortex merchandise. There's a few more new uh, items up there. and I need to order my shirt. obviously, you know Obviously, there are other ads on our site that we'd like you to click through as well if you can. So, uh, Anything else we need to do before we finish this one out?
3: I don't believe so. Nope. If that's going to do it for this week, until next week, I'm Glenn. I'm Sean.
2: I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. You see you.
0: You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.